as Mark just eyes shiftily like that 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 scene from the simpsons where they zoom in on the dog with the shifty eyes mm-hmm. <laughs> the end of the, i think that's the end of the mel gibson episode which yeah. is which is tragic in that it's so freaking funny and and he's such a lunatic yeah but um and not that in was a, when we all we, we all liked mel and didn't know how lunatic he was yeah yeah just uh there's a guy with some problems anyway speaking of problems welcome to the show <laughs> We'll be uh, welcome to the the dumpster fire edition, right? What's on Joe Mind? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the Monday news drops from everybody, but holy crap, could we just slow it down a little and maybe get some good news in there? Mm. You know, just just a thought, anyways. Do all those cool YouTube things, we're gonna let you watch our cool intro and be right back. Stay with us. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. Uh, thank you for everybody who was tuned in for the end of WCW Thunder on the Superstation. Uh, welcome to What's on Joe Mind, a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing tonight? I mean, I was better before sitting through Raven versus Hugh Morris. I mean. <laughs> Come on now. That's, that's good talent there. It's good talent. One of them. <laughs> Look, Hugh Morris was a 300-pound guy doing moonsaults before that was cool. you got to give yeah. Hugh Morris his props. Hugh Morris never sold one ticket in his entire career. I mean, that's they true. will all fall, fall before the mathematical might of the actuary. Because yeah, his, his name was Hugh Morris is why he never sold ticket number one. But if that's if that's your jobber to the stars, well, that's okay then. That's, a, that's his role. Hey, man. Goldberg was Goldberg was O and O before he met Hugh Morris. Before he met Hugh Morris, that's another guy who we liked a lot until we found out how crazy he was. Mm. Anyhow, moving on. Uh, sitting to the ref, right of me. Yeah, no, left. All, no, I'm always on the right. <laughs> you're always in the right, but you're that's true too. Tonight, you're on the left. It's it's the former head of marketing for for GI Joe at Hasbro. It's the hot Joe Mark Weber. Yeah, not that being the former anything is that exclusive anymore, but we'll get into that. Right. right? Well, uh, we'll, you're just a guy in a crowd at this point. Yeah, I'm wearing black today for a reason. Because I look good in it. Right. Damn good. Because it's very (laughs) slimming. Yeah. (laughs) And in the bottom. I was going to say, speaking of cutting some weight today. Let's get to the news. Right. We Well, I mean, nobody writes us with community calendar stuff anymore, so there's very little there. Anyway. I uh, don't think there's very little happening. <laughs> in the bottom row, uh, on, on Tuesdays we wear pink. Racktime Rob. That's what I wore to my failed audition as Ken. <laughs> don't worry, Rob. You are Kenuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, stupid Derek Ryan Gosling! Uh, it beats watching Billy Sickman and uh, Billy Kidman and Sick Boy. 
Billy, Billy, Kid, boy. Billy Kidman could go. On on any given night, yeah. And then on any other given night, he was just a botch a minute. I mean, but he I was mean, his, his weakness was he didn't know the reversal for the hold that was here. We put a microphone in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Is sick boy anything like sick kids? Um, no, no, we wish, frankly. But he was a uh, anyways, I, I won't go into that. There's for to tune in on our our step by step uh dissection of Raven's flock from WCW in the late 90s. Uh, be sure to check out Special Edition 89 coming soon uh, over your holiday time. Anyways, uh, Dustin Jeffrey says, if there's no discussion about Christmas comes to Pac-Land tonight, I'm leaving for Christmas comes to Pac-Land live stream. I think they did cover that on our friends at uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I think they did review that show. So oh be sure to check them out if if you um, feel like... like um, Listen to to those three folks, fine people, all of them, uh, inflict thirty minutes of sheer animated torture on themselves. Mm. I remember they watched that the first time it came out. Oh, dude, they pushed that Pac Man cartoon hard on the back of comic books and the inside yeah. ads. And yeah, video game guys. So whatever, I was there as a kid. Like, bring it on! Episode one of Pac Man, can't wait. And even as a kid, when it was about even about halfway through, I'm like, wow, this is pretty friggin' dreadful. Same. <laughs> Same. I loved, I loved playing Pac-Man. I loved playing Miss Pac-Man. And then that, that show came on and, and I wanted to like it. I, I, I mean, I had no, no real illusions because most of the time, Saturday morning cartoons, like you were happy they were on. But I think it was more because it was Saturday morning and, and the possibilities were endless, right? Mm-hmm. Like the actual shows themselves, even then, they kind of sucked. Except Looney Tunes. Oh. I mean, you had your winners, right? Yeah, like yeah. For, for an hour of, of Super Friends, I we could not be bothered. Yeah. Uh, but but um, but Pac Man just just sat there like a wet fart hanging around and like in a cloud in a in a church it was terrible. That's why they brought back Super Friends. Oh. I remember uh, there was a Tarzan the animated cartoon for a while had like five episodes, I think. And my dad would walk through and just dismissively over his shoulder as he'd do a bad Tarzan yell. Oh, did the bad monkey people steal the water again? <laughs> well, it was a filmation cartoon. So every five seconds, that Tarzan swing animation was going across the yeah. screen. So your dad was probably like he probably saw that because odds are it was what was on. We couldn't get mad at him though, because he was right. Half the time it was the episode where the monkey people stole the water. So dad kind of knew he could take man, he could take the joy out of a room when he wanted to. He'd walk through when we were walking Buck Rogers and just pronounce to the world, fat buck, fat buck. And we were like, he's not fat. Well, I mean, who doesn't look a little heavy next to Wilma Deering? I mean, come on. Right, right. I mean, it was not the most, uh, not the most forgiving silver LeMay, but yeah, you know, our mother used to do that on one particular cartoon. Every time we'd watch Spider-Man, she'd walk by and just go, isn't Aunt May dead yet? <laughs> Firefly says that Pac-Man and mask were neck and neck for brain cell destroying cartoons. Look, I'm not going to defend mask as high art, but there are some episodes of mask that were okay. Mm-hmm. Some of them were, were truly terrible and, and, and deserve that kind of derision. But there's a, like Pac-Man's bottom of the heap and Mask is more in the middle of the heap. 
I will fight for the the in, the not the in, not the intro intro, but the start of the mass cartoon where they ask the computer who right. are the agents best suited for this mission. I was in my Joe pitch for animation. I ripped that straight off, which is fine because right. Hasbro owns mask too. Sure. And I'm like, you should have your core team of like five. And then they're like, Destro's causing trouble in, you know, uh, lower walkie cuckuck land or whatever. And then you say, which agents do we have in the region? And you hit it. And as a kid, if one of your favorites isn't in the, the regular five, you're like pulling for the computer to say, you know, Tuttle Rat or Beachhead or whatever. That was a great hook. And I would have used that like crazy, you know, if they were willing to make Joe animation. Right, right. Uh, Hank Perry notes that Mr. T had a cartoon better than the Pac-Man cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd watch I'd watch Mr. T before Pac-Man any day. With his team of gymnasts and his pug dog with the mohawk as well. Yeah. Right. Agent Chuckles liked Camp uh, John Candy's Camp Candy. I mean, look, it's John Candy. It's 20% better just because he's there. So it not wasn't a bad show. It was a, I mean, it was very clearly a kid show, but it wasn't a bad one. Uh Greg Augustine Barbarians on the brain, Galtar, Thundar, and Blackstar. Wait a minute, who's Galtar? Galtar had, and the Golden Lance? Yeah, yeah. He I had don't the think he got that one. He was, that was after Thundar? Uh, yeah, it was like mid-80s Hanna-Barbera when they were bringing back the fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, okay. I and then guess, they, so, yeah. Broke, they broke him off into his own half an hour with the, the episodes that they did from then. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I'll I'll let I'll let live chat continue to argue about cartoons without us. Just don't uh, bring up don't bring up Heathcliff or Michael. Have to jump in there, start swinging. <laughs> what was Heathcliff? Because I I mean, it, God forbid that I mean I forget a show bit, but I don't remember that show bit. Oh, you were killing on Heathcliff one time, right? Was I? Yeah, and now the video of you torturing the cat makes all the more sense because Heathcliff <laughs> kind of spoiled the whole feline thing for you. I'm not torturing the cat. He's he is a, a pampered brute. Not anymore. <laughs> oh like, no, he, he's gonna go right back for more of that. The, the elevator. Meow. 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 Dude, I love the elevator pitch for that, right? You're like, okay, so dig it. It's like overboard, but with a cat, and it's only 15 <laughs> seconds long. <laughs> I, I would watch that on a loop. You are watching it on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been telling him. <laughs> I'll be sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden I'll hear, rawr, rawr. Does Most Mike Rob does does Mike ever say, "Hey, you think we should drive up this weekend and see Dad's cat?" <laughs> hmm? No, but I do. Uh, I do often bring him treats. So, yeah, fair enough. Wh who? Which one? Oh, dad, or, dad or the cat? <laughs> Dad's tougher to buy treats for these days. He's, yeah, he's, we can't find any Antimon's crumb cake anywhere. Right. I mean, he's leaning leaning towards. You know, we we have uh, diabetes in the family, and and Dad's trying to stay away from all the sugary stuff, so it's tough to buy him treats these days. He, yeah, he's he not can't. there. 
He's not there, but he's kind of right on the line. So we you can't really show up with a veggie tray and expect a high five, right? Right, right. Yeah. Look, I mean, look, everybody loves a good carrot stick, but is it high hey, five? I, hey, if it were if it were good pickles and olives, I we might get the high five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A nice antipasto. <laughs> hey, Hank Perry brings up Captain Caveman. Was there ever an origin for that guy? Like, where the hell did he come from? Yeah, it was in it was in the the, the beginning of the show. They found him frozen in a cave. <laughs> that's the origin. That's yeah. I mean, there was no explanation as to why he's a caveman superhero. Right? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Anyways, what do you say we roll into a uh, community calendar? Oh, let's. I gotta find my community calendar openings. Make it so. There's 46 of them on the uh, on the board here. 40, like, well, literally 25. But, anyways. Well, I don't know if we could stand for that. Holy smokes. <laughs> That's right. That's Phil turning our show into the, the twisted version of articulated points using the MacGuffin device. That, that, that clip, by the way, equally as long as, as the socks clip. Same length. But if you have shows that you want in community calendar, be sure to send them to that email address that you saw on the screen there, what's on Joe gmail.com. Really anything you have for our program, be it uh, post-sock questions, you got some customs you want to share, you got some, uh, shoot, we'll take anything. We're a community show first and foremost. So if you have something you'd like to share with us, and it's something that we can share uh, in a PG-13 rated environment, by all means, send it on to us. What's on Joe at gmail.com. Right. I had to get the, the film rating in there, didn't I? Because yeah. I, I know as soon as I start saying, just send us anything. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna regret that in about four minutes. Right. Remember, remember the point of episode 289 where Mike essentially said send nudes. <laughs> that was awesome. And you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> Tasteful nudes. Tasteful nudes. Anyways. Oh shoot. I I uh it failed to load the, the thing. So Mark, fill for time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If only Phil was here, we'd have him fill for time. But, uh, hey, uh, there's a bridge in Rhode Island that goes from Providence to where I live, and it broke. Oh, so, God. So uh, nobody was hurt. They were just, like, inspecting it, I guess, and went, oh, this is structurally unsound and probably, all, probably always has been. So we're going to shut it down for target three months or so. So... Today, kids were like three hours late for school. <laughs> we had a teacher leave. We cut school early so kids could try to get home on time. We had a teacher leave at 2.15 and not be home yet at 6.30. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> traffic is just a nightmare. So we're really putting the island in Rhode Island right now. And I'm just going to stay here in Barrington and not go anywhere. Right. Unless <laughs> a helicopter. 
It's bad, so, man. Look at look it up. It's out there. Providence Bridge nightmare. So what you're saying is they needed to take the five. Pretty much. Yeah. Or the 101. Because the one, what is it? The it's a well, it's a 195. It's jammed. It's jammed. It's super bridge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Absorbids advises he has a community calendar special ready to go. Be yeah, afraid. There is, there is there is a compilation out there that that I am ready to to go with. Now that we have debuted all of the the intros uh, through the MacGuffin through the well, I should say through Act One of the MacGuffin Device Saga, um, we we got them we got them out there. We got them ready. Dude, I got I got a, a call ahead of clairvoyance from the future, like five years from now, when people start talking about how the community calendar used to be great. Before absorb vids left and Deke took it over, <laughs> and that was awful. <laughs> I I dare say that I um I I challenge Deke to get under absorb vids price on those. I challenge them. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's, I mean, stay tuned well, next week when new creative director Jean Chalapon takes over. <laughs> and really, that's just my naked attempt to try and and scrounge some money out of Deke. Mm -hmm. Feel like they owe me after watching their show. Do they all owe all of us? I do believe right. they they owe me. Owe me. Anyways, first up, the Springfield Toy and Comic Show that's happening this weekend on December sixteenth. That is out at the Clark County Fairgrounds from eight to four. Uh, five bucks gets you in the door. Uh, Ten dollars gets you in at eight o'clock. That's early bird. Twelve and under kids are free. Uh, again, 12 is like the worst age to, to just bring a kid in. Mm -hmm. all, they get all sassy and there's no, no control on there. That's, I, I, I mean, I, they're, they'd have to be free. Yeah. I, I wouldn't pay for a 12 year old kid, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's, that's no good. Anyways, uh, that is out in Springfield, Ohio. Our good friends at Roma collectibles, they're at that show. So be sure to visit them if you go by. Uh, the Springfield Toy and Comic Show is not a not a small show, so I, I would advise you if you're looking for something to do this weekend, and you're somewhere in the southern and central Ohio area, just get get yourself out there. It's worth worth your time. Everybody gets a free punch from Superman, apparently. Yes. Yes. Diana Davis says that Superman's arm is upside down. I'd say no. That's just Bruce Tim. Um. But uh, yeah, good stuff. Hourly door prizes. Just show up and they'll give you stuff. It's pretty neat. Good times. Rob, your thoughts on the Springfield Toy and Comic Show? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out a way to go through there and not have to be forced to take a free 12-year-old. <laughs> don't, don't, don't you have one at school you could just borrow? You have to buy one. <laughs> no, no, no I don't. <laughs> It's high school. They're 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 way too way past twelve. Eh, get a short one. <laughs> Come here, kid. <laughs> Road trip. Anyways, and then we've also got uh, coming in January, GI Joe Winterfest Four. And you'll notice that that is not at the popular KY GI Joe website. Oh. They got their own site for Winterfest now, GIJoeWinterfest.com. But that is out at the Paraket Spriggs Conference Center in Shepherdsville, Kentucky. 10 to 4, that is next on, on January 27th. I figured I'd put that out there now because we're going to lose track of it. Yeah. Um, 
between uh, with Christmas and New Year's and all that other stuff. Uh, we're, we're like, might as well start getting the January shows worked into the docket. Uh, eight bucks gets you in at 10 o'clock. Uh, early birds at, at nine o'clock. That's going to cost you 15. There is a Friday night preview that you can get for 30 bucks. That is five to eight Friday night on the 26th. And then it also pays for early bird the following day. Oh, so you're going to be in the early bird, right? If you're going to be in Shepherdsville for, uh, for the winter fest, an extra day by by all means uh, get yourself in on that friday night preview do you think we shamed them away from the old ky web address no because it's they're still there for their summer okay they 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 wanted to take a stand but not have us ruin two shows well right. yeah right. i think like, i had to feel responsible for that right yeah, like, like i know those guys they're good guys i don't want to okay. i don't want to wreck their show i'm not making fun but yeah you can't deny that KYGI Joe isn't a hilarious title yeah. for a while. But I'd feel bad if we if we forced them to move off it. I mean, that'd be kind of rough. I, I mean, all that would say is that it would be there uh, for us to to park on and probably slide right off. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, cheapest big spender says no free parking or free kids. I don't, I don't know. I, I honestly, it's not on the site or not that I checked. Um, again, this thing's over a month out. So I, I didn't look too, too close at the details just yet. I'm going to guess that you have to pay to park, but they do give you a free kid as you leave. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, Diana Davis says KYGI Joe is the slickest around. There we go. Uh, Phil Donnelly. Uh, this is a slippery slope, gentlemen. Right, and I agree. No, we don't even have to do it anymore. It's just you know, <laughs> come get their Renegades exclusive raw dog. Wait, oh, if, if not, we are a community program. We're here to help. No, Andrew Garrison says free parking. Andrew yeah. Garrison knows this is this is a show that happens in Indiana, Ohio, or Kentucky. Andrew Garrison is is our uh, our expert, qualified expert. Uh, primary military specialty, toy shows, secondary military specialty, infantry, because that's what everybody's secondary was. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, anyhow, <laughs> that's all we got on the calendar. That's it. That's it. Just the two. Look, we got so much news. We don't need to be spending any more time on community calendar than we already have. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna hit the I'm gonna hit the thing. It's us getting our comeuppance from Clawful. From Clawful, right? Doesn't even have knees. Well, if it's an Origins one, it does. He's got a big claw, though. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I'm trying to run through some of the newer ones again so that uh, when, when we disappear for a couple of weeks, people don't lose the plot. Seems fair. <laughs> Our right? mid-season hiatus. Right. <laughs> we don't want people to lose the plot on our on our, uh, our our segment intros, but um, 
Oh. Uh, Matt Rubin notes that Kloffel's greatest fear is a vat of melted butter. It's certainly not the honcho with a with a night raven bullet in his back. That's for sure. Right. Picked enough. you up and threw you so hard it knocked the rest of us out. I mean, wouldn't I have that in my utility belt? Uh, probably. Mm, good point. Right by the shark repellent? Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the news. <laughs> you got you to gotta pay attention to the cues, Rob. I can't... I, 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 I can't help you out if I've already hit the button. And uh, our first news item... Do, do, do. Yeah, it's not a good one. Yeah. Uh, we are leading off because we want to end better than we start. Uh, with this broke yesterday, Hasbro cutting 1,100 jobs after sluggish toy sales persist into the holidays. Uh, CEO Chris Cox says challenging conditions expected to stretch into next year, prompting another round of layoffs. You can see the link to this article in our comments down below, uh, in our description down below, rather. Um and that is out of the Wall Street Journal, and it's been covered in any number of other places. I'm sure there's uh, a good hundred of them at this point, but this is this is the first one that I saw. And so, Mark Weber, uh, you've been you've been you've been cut by Hasbro for sluggish toy sales. Let's go into our Hasbro layoff to our Hasbro layoff expert, right? <laughs> our has been expert. Mm, yeah. That's that's the official title. That's not me passing judgment. Yeah, yeah. I got away. You know what? Before we get started, uh, uh, cheapest big spender says Mike said Cox. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, not good, not good. Eleven hundred. Um, you you broke some news related to this. Uh, just a few minutes ago, Mark. Um. Uh, your your friend, the uh, former head of global publishing, Michael Kelly, was among those laid off today. Uh, so, of course, our our best wishes go to him as he searches for his next professional stop, and our condolences on on the loss here. But um, it, just it, it's amazing. I mean, it, how many how many folks have how many jobs have they terminated just in the last three years? Every time it's it's a thousand or it's eight hundred. Yeah. Or this time it's eleven hundred. I mean, didn't people used to work for this company? Right, like it used to be an an, an actively sought out destination, right? Now you've got, you know, people just hoping hoping uh, that their the excellent work they've been doing over the years won't be forgotten. And I don't know, like I don't I don't know their inside business. And obviously they needed to cut jobs. They needed to cut jobs, but. There's so many different mixed emotions, not even mixed emotions, but different feelings about this. There was a layoff at McFarland Toys, a huge one in 08 when every company was struggling. And it came out right before Christmas. Uh, and every, But everyone was given severance. Uh, even if you were brand new, you had, there were weeks of severance attached to it. So, you right. know, that one didn't feel as personal because everybody was getting laid off in 08. Um and at the time, I remember us going, that's that's a, a, a pretty cheap dagger to deliver right before Christmas. But in retrospect, eh, sometimes around Christmas, you're making large purchase decisions and that kind of thing. And it probably was better to learn in, in early December than first week of January. So there is some of that out there. But 
I mean, it's six days after their global day of joy, right? Where right. they all work together to do charitable stuff and it's the best day of the year. And then, you know, the, the, the made men all post about it and, and how great it is and how nice it is to have the Hasbro community together, giving back to the greater community. And there's just no, there's no way to spin this, especially with a guy like Michael Kelly, one of my favorite people there, a great guy to work, to work with, to work for, uh, just kind of the keeper of the flame as far as the, the story, as far as the lineage, the, the canon of Transformers and G.I. Joe and, and lots of other Hasbro properties. That's just what I worked with him on uh, during my time there and, and a guy that I've, I've stayed in contact with since I left and stand-up guy, brilliant talent. And so when you see someone like that get cut, you're like, okay, this is dreadful because it means one of either two things. Either it's the, the reality is so bad that they're cutting brilliant talent that they should never consider losing or right. that they don't understand the value. And I don't mean that as, you know, he's, he's not making enough money for, for, you know, his skills, right? Not value like that, but value as in, this is the kind of guy, if you were making a toy company, you'd want a Michael Kelly running your publishing department. He's brilliant. And so they either didn't know that or couldn't afford to keep that either way. That's a that's damning criticism of what's going on at Hasbro right now, just just the worst. And and he's a he's a good friend and a great guy. So I don't even worry about what Mike's going to do. That, but he certainly. And I'm sure there's a ton more just like just like him that I didn't work with, but he certainly didn't ever deserve a rug pull like he got this morning. So. Thank yeah, and that's really what it was. Uh, from your your contacts at the company market, they received a message that said, hey, "Yeah, that, thing and and you're going to get notice in 48 hours." And I think it was 24. It was like it's going to be over. You know, we'll get everything done pretty quick. Most of them are working from home, uh, regardless. So now you're just sitting waiting by the computer, right, to see what when the when the message or the phone call is going to happen. They're closing the big Providence office that they moved into, I don't know, eight years ago. Everybody's going back to Pawtucket, which they were rumored to be wanting to get out of, God, 10 years ago, right? right. But, but now everybody fits in there, so it works. But it's nothing but a bad day. It's a rotten day. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, for, the, for those who, are, who you know, continue to be employed, happy for you. That includes, uh, you know, everyone's favorite. Lenny is fine. Uh, but this is a rotten day. And there's been too many rotten days for it not to be reflective of upper management as well. Yeah. I, I wonder if, um, if, if this is just a move being made by the, the, the new leadership, you know, he, he's uh, been in place now for what, since, since Brian Goldner died, that was a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, how much of that is, is trying to undo some of the missteps from that group? And I understand that. Like, if that's not the, if, if the entertainment direction isn't the way you want to go anymore, I yeah. understand you have to refit and not everybody's necessarily going to fit in your new, yeah. your new paradigm. But at the same time, this, this, this smacks of, well, let's just cut off what we can and then we'll rebuild 
as we get bigger again. And it's it just it shows a lack of faith in the people you've got under your umbrella, right? Like, why can't you try and refit some of these folks into some of these new roles because you've already invested the time and the effort in, in keeping them? Yeah. Um, I, if you, I mean, the, the rumored salary for the CEO is nine point something million, right? If I right. really wanted, you know, that my era at Hasbro to be big, maybe I'd give some of that salary back for a year or two, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would take a salary cut as the CEO to keep a Michael Kelly on my staff, right? Because it ain't easy that it ain't easy to lure top flight talent to Rhode Island of all places, right? right. So keep the stars you have. Absolutely. And I don't know, it just seems incredibly short-sighted. Uh, Steve Young, former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, asked, do we know about Lenny, Emily, and Tony? Uh, well, Mark, Mark has spoken to Lenny personally, so we know he is fine. Yeah, and Tony as well. Lenny and Tony are fine. I don't, I, I don't know about Emily. I don't have any, con I don't have any contact with or for her. So, right, right. so don't. don't uh, she seems to be running so many other brands there. I mean, because yeah. they've been letting other people go. Yeah, it, it would be don't, surprising, but but we just yeah. don't, we don't have that personal. Yeah, yeah. To her, so don't yeah. don't take that as as a negative. Don't read anything into that. I don't know her. I've never met her. Um, and 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 no offense, right? But she's a relatively new hire at a young younger uh, brand manager. So probably not making a ton of salary. If they got rid of her, they just have to replace her with somebody like her. So I would assume those kinds of people are actually some of the safest people at the big age but right. i don't i don't know anything other right. than other than uh tony lenny are fine and they're great guys and they a couple of years ago for halloween they were the road warriors <laughs> together talking <laughs> animal which is pretty solid right you got to be in it to win it to cut the hair and go shirtless with spiked shoulder pads for halloween so right. you got you got shoulder pads for for modesty so it's yeah. okay how are you gonna cut the legion of doom right like Good luck getting them out of the building. <laughs> if they ever came for Lenny and Tony, I guarantee you one person's taking the Doomsday device before they get them out. <laughs> <laughs> the Doomsday device. Fantastic. But, um, yeah, and, and I, you know, you said that everything was bad in 2008. Things aren't necessarily great here either. Like it, just normal people are getting priced out of everything from gasoline to groceries to to luxury items like toys. And, and it's always those those businesses that feel the pinch on that uh, first and often worst. So it's it's not uh, it's just not it's not good in any direction. I, I could get on a whole soapbox here, but I'm, I'm going to refrain from that. Um, just know that our, our thoughts are with the folks who were let go today. Uh, we appreciate everything you've done, uh, for us and our hobbies and, um, and, and good luck going forward. It's, it's, it's tough out there. Um, I mean, I, I, speaking as somebody who has a job, it's a pretty crummy one. So it's still tough anyway. Like fi <laughs> finding something is one thing, uh, finding something that you're actually happy with is something else entirely. Uh, so there's just there's a lot of that out there, and it's um, it's it's tough to navigate. Our next news item will be uh, Hasbro CEO visited by three spirits. Right. <laughs> maybe just maybe just the last one. Who knows? But he, you know, he fired that one. Oh, that's right. right. They and called so him they, in. 
said, look, your clinking chains are starting to bother. The, the, only, the, only, the only one he kept was the ghost of Christmas past. That's mm -hmm. funny how that works. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, as uh, Cheapest Big Spender says, Merry Christmas from Hasbro. It's a pink um, I'm, I'm assuming sales are tough for Mattel as well. Right, right. It, it looks. They let sales, anybody go? Sales are tough, period, right? Um, and Mattel, not long ago, did have a pretty massive, massive layoff. We didn't cover it here, because why would yeah. we? But yeah, it, it's just, like the toy business is just not in good shape right now. No, we, no, are, it's, we are obviously a lot closer to the Hasbro uh, pulse, so to speak. But <laughs> Mattel doesn't have the rep, right, of just waiting for their next giant layoff, right? They had one that I remember, but I don't think it's been a kind of a regular swing of that axe back and forth over the last several years. Like, right, it, but, you know, it, it feels like it's been out here. Yeah, we, 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 we've seen Mattel do the same. We've seen Super 7 do the same. And they're not a company anywhere close to this size. It's just, it is a, toys are a tough sell right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so, yeah, part, part of this is just to be expected. Like we have to, there's other things that have to be fixed before yeah. Bro can get fixed. Because at the end of the day, they have to sell more product to keep people employed. And they're just, the folks don't have the money for those products right now. It's funny how, uh, Nope, Mark froze. No, he did. <laughs> he froze, and his his still image looks like he's he's taking a, a light nap. Yeah, <laughs> he fell asleep in the chair, just, just like at Des's wedding. Right. <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs> Tony Renteria says Hasbro froze him. Yeah. Dude, I had I had I had a circle going for about thirty seconds. It was pretty exciting. <laughs> like like I was telling Rob and, and the folks at home, it, the the image that was up there, you just looked like you took a gentle. You're taking a gentle nap. I was like, it's the only way to nap, baby. <laughs> it was like I imagined two o'clock in the Oval Office. Oh just, well, if if they didn't hear what I said, I, it was it's amazing how. Uh, a strong fiscal performance from one of your tentpole properties theatrically can help a toy company stay solvent. Right. Yeah. right. Even there though, that like Barbie was, was all in the cultural zeitgeist for a couple of months there. And it didn't necessarily help them sell a whole lot more dolls. Mm. Like it, it, it helped, but like we've already like that bubbles already burst, like it's already done. So it's just it's it's a rough time to try and sell any kind of luxury item, especially toys. I mean, I think we'll see the final the final word on that. I mean, after December, I think. But uh, oh, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know that it really it really pumps you know a lot of things into. It seemed to be all the people who grew up playing with Barbie who went to that movie were raving about it, as opposed to. You know, anybody wanting to go see, Bar you know, anyone who would be in the Barbie age right now. Right. And but, I think um, that's what it was aimed for. You think Mattel right. have any trouble, have any trouble getting Barbie 2 greenlit? No. Oh, no. Off a of go. But I mean, yeah. again, then again, it is Warner Brothers, so they may shoot the whole thing and then decide to write it off for the taxes. <laughs> that's true. Right. Don't, don't trust it till it's actually in theaters, Mark. Yeah. 
Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Jake Rose asks, so so Hasbro is using Kirkman to keep IP alive? Well, yeah. That, that's about the only way some of that stuff keep, is keeping alive. What do you... When was the last time we've seen so many of, of, of the Joes from the 80s and 90s? It was the comic book. Um, Only now they won't have Michael Kelly guiding the accepted narrative. Right. Or, and, and I think the world of Robert Kirkman, right? But I would think even more of Robert Kirkman if I knew Michael Kelly was approving the general direction yeah. of the story. Uh, okay. Um, next news item. I know you're excited to get off of that one, Mark. Get away from this. We'll, we'll come back to it in 10 months. Right. Well, we're probably 10 minutes. But anyways, yeah. uh, oh, next news item isn't any good either. <laughs> come on. As the Super 7 uh, Cobra Mothership did not fund as... Uh, I, I guess it's it's really not terribly surprising considering where the pledge numbers were over the middle part of that campaign. Uh, once it did not get, it really didn't have a great start. And, and once that didn't happen, the, that momentum just never caught on. On top of it, I will maintain this, and it's hardly a hot take. This is just too big of an ask for A, being the holiday shopping season, B, things being acknowledged terrible for most folks in in middle class and lower in regards to spending money um it's just um there, there were a lot of there were some big check marks going against this one and uh, unfortunately the fact that it, it looked cool and filled a niche that many of us would like to see filled just those weren't big enough check marks so um yeah, yeah. Uh, again, Mark, you're you're the guy from inside the toy business. Mm -hmm. uh, give us your thoughts here. I'm also the one in the 1661 there. So, uh, but it wasn't. <laughs> They're not over 1660. <laughs> yeah, absolutely wasn't just a checkoff. Yep, I mean, love it. Like a lot of Joe products are right. Like I collect GI Joe. If it's cool, it's coming out. I'm in. Yeah, I had to think about this and. Think about what I'm going to sell, uh, you know, to, right. to pay myself back, essentially, uh, for how much I had this on, uh, you know, a payment plan. I've never done that with a toy before, but, man, coming up with 600 bones in December <laughs> up front, that wasn't going to happen. So right. I like it. I, I really want to believe that play sets are still viable on some level. Because I think in your heart of hearts, if you if you collect that scale, everybody would like to have this. But how do you get from like to have it to entering the credit card number, right? Like wrong time of year, uh, just not enough sizzle. The no, you know, not really having stretch goals that were exciting along the way. Not that they may, would have even hit them, but it just felt like this thing only had sizzle right at launch and after that it was just slowly slowly losing momentum yeah and, I, I just and, think folks saw that price tag and immediately yeah it looks great but yeah it's i i think this was in a year that had a lot of big asks for toy collectors i think this was the bridge too far 
Mm-hmm. Th- this was the point of oversaturation in the market. It was just like, nope. Right. And it's it's one of those where we can kind of wash our hands of it. Uh, but like like Brian said on, on uh, the Hooded Cobra Commander live stream right before ours, we uh, have a link to it down below. Be sure to catch them next Tuesday before our show. Um, it, it sucks because it's still a loss for G.I. Joe, right? Yeah. Like, it, it, unfortunately, even though this isn't a main a main mainstream line, it's kind of a fringe line with 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 reaction. Um, it still looks, it makes GI Joe look weak. It makes it, yeah. look, you know, as as not representing well. Uh, Pork Boylan has some advice for you, Mark, and and welcome to the show, Pork. Don't mm-hmm. sell the cat. Which cat? I, I'm oh. you're the only one with the cat, so. Oh, Colin. Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, who's gonna <laughs> temperamental cat with fourteen claws needs new home? Like, come on. <laughs> fourteen front claws. Yeah, I want you to come over, Mike, and play with my cat like that. Get your get your hand in there, get your foot in there, push there, him around a little bit. There's a reason why I was why I've got shoes on, Mark. It's because of people. shoes. Yeah, you know. Are they made of Are they made of vibranium? <laughs> vulcanized, <laughs> vulcanized rubber to sink them in there and stick there. He's gonna it's gonna have to get a like Wolverines or you know Red right. some kind of heavy work boot. The trick isn't uh, not letting them not letting them cut. It's not letting them cut too deep. Mm, okay, I'll give you that. But <laughs> I mean, and the pampered the pampered brood, I think, has been declawed in the front though too. Hasn't oh, it? there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yes. most most cats purr. My cat snicks, so be careful with him. Right. He's the best there is at what he does. That's it. But um, but I mean to give. A little bit of perspective. In the last two years, we've we've ponied up for a hiss tank and a dragonfly for classified scale. And if you took the cost of both of those projects and put them together, you're still paying less than one Cobra mothership with shipping. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a huge ask, especially right on the heels of that that dragonfly campaign. Most yeah. that was you- the big purchase for most folks in GI Joe this year, and and you can't like. This may have worked had they done it in the spring, because again, everybody gets their tax money then, their refunds, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's the time of year when people have six hundred dollars to put towards something dumb. So, and 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 again, not you get what I'm saying by dumb, right? Non-essential. So, not dumb design-wise, because I I dug the Cobra Mothership, but there was no way we were getting it into this apartment. Um, no. And um. But uh, but yeah, uh. you're a thousand percent right on this, though, Mike. It it you should no one should have been rooting for it to fail, right? right? Anything that hurts the brand, dig it, hurts the brand. I remember when, when Sigma Six came out, I looked at him and went, eh, you know, kind of cool, not my jam. And on some level, as an adult collector, sometimes you're like, I don't need that, right? Oh, I get a break for a year or two or three or whatever. So I was happy that I didn't need Sigma six, but I wasn't mad that it existed and I didn't root for it to fail. And I always checked it in the aisle. I just knew eh, it's not my thing. Now, if the second scale had been three and three quarters, it probably would have got me. Right. I don't, but, I don't need some Sigma six at that point. 
Yeah, but two and a half that nobody wants, guess what? Yeah. Uh, no, nobody wants. We'll, we'll take a couple of questions here. David Warren Hernandez asks, uh, the bigger question is, are Joe fans ready to buy $20 O-rings? I think collectors have moved on to six inches. So I'd be a harbinger for the Super 7 O-ring line failing. I don't think so. I, I think $20 for reaction, um, you know, uh, to, to you and me, that might seem crazy, but they're on wave seven of reaction at this point. Like people are buying them. It's not necessarily dyed in the wool hardcore Joe fans, but people who just want something silly for their desk or, you know, there's a lot of casual pickup on those. And the $20 price point doesn't seem to be hurting it that bad. So if they can find a way to keep that O-ring at $20, it's not going to be a problem at all. That, that's the, Super 7, again, small company, but 20 bucks seems to be the cost of doing business at this point. I I mean, just on the, yeah, I, I think the it's the price of the mothership, not the scale. You know, yeah. in terms of the figure scale, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, if you're collecting the classified line, that line doubled in size just this year compared to the first three years of its existence where we had about like 50 figures total. Well, now we're into a hundred numbered figures. Yeah. Plus just, just at the start yeah. of this year to the end, I, you know, was tracking that cause we're putting something together and yeah. So, I, so there was an obscene amount of actual Hasbro GI Joe product and people are out of money. I'm, I'm ready for that to scale back a little bit too. As much as I love, mm -hmm. A lot of what they're doing with classified that was a lot of classified this year yeah that was that's too much classified almost we're um, approaching marvel legends numbers here i can't keep right, up with that right yeah yeah and i'm looking at something that i don't want the uh the tiger force flint right i don't like tiger force never did i don't need it right no oh, i guess that's the difference i kind of need it but i don't want it and so it's the first one that i haven't that, you know just haven't brought myself to pull the trigger on uh, other than a, an occasional Python Patrol thing, right? I'm just like, right. I don't want to have to fight for something I never really wanted. I didn't like Python Patrol originally, so. It's not going to suddenly turn on you here. No, and I get why they're making it. I'm not I'm not disputing the the value of a cheap repaint, right? That'll, that'll sell enough and off you go. But I don't know. I don't, maybe I don't need everything, right? So. Right. Um, Firefly asks, do you think the uh, O-ring announcement hurt the mothership because people stopped speculating on the O-rings being contingent on the mothership? Nah. No, no. I, yeah. I honestly, I, it looked like the Cobra mothership was already dead in the water at that point. So yeah, I, I think, I think that the, the O-ring announcement made everybody breathe a little easier mm -hmm. because, oh, it's like, oh, Hey. You know, no, we're we're not this. The O rings aren't contingent on this anymore. Thank goodness. Uh, I still don't have the money or the space for this, so I don't think it changed a whole lot. Um, <laughs> Tristan McDonald says my cat walks around muttering to himself. I'm starting <laughs> to do that. <laughs> Most cats judge you silently. But apparently he's found his voice. Uh, figure six pack says Cobra Mothership equals Crystal Pepsi. I say no. People like the Mothership. Uh, they just couldn't afford it. Crystal Pepsi was cheap and terrible. But Pepsi free. Oh. Well, I mean, what is that? Pepsi with no caffeine? Uh, I yeah, I think that's it. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, that, it was the caffeine free Pepsi. 
Yeah, they they have caffeine free Pepsi now, but they don't call it Pepsi free. I like bringing pep, a two liter of Pepsi free up to the register and having the guy go, it's a dollar ninety nine. I go, what? <laughs> so much bullshit. Uh, classified Big Spender says Hasbro tested the water with the O ring Sky Striker figures. With the success of Classified, uh, they will kill off the O rings. Nah, I don't think so. I would say Hasbro tested the waters with their actual O-ring two-packs, right? right. And I, I don't know how well they sold, but other right. than not knowing which Cobra guy should be <laughs> have the AK-47. <laughs> well, I, I mean, good, right? getting out of the detail work, I, I would say that the, the problem with that line, I think, is that it never really it didn't light everybody's fire because it was really unoriginal. Like the, the yeah. Sky Striker project was great, you're taking the Sky Striker, you're making an ultimate version of it, if you will. Uh, you're giving us some figures that we hadn't seen before with, you know, you got Night Force Ripcord and you got Pilot Scarlet and you got the, 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 the runway crew for Cobra. Like there's some different stuff going on there. You got, of course, Failsafe, who had never been made before. There's there's some originality going into the, to the Sky Striker. Past that, it, well, I mean, the Stinger was a nice throw simply because uh, retro Stingers are far too expensive. Mm -hmm. but after that what was there you know it just re redos of some figures that that came with transformers uh none of them are really any different except for the last two zartan and zaran are different so i i can actually understand if you wanted that one for those figures and only those figures but like the, that baroness that came with megatron is not good neither uh, is megatron yeah, a uh, stalker that came with Bumblebee is not terribly different than than the original stalker. Um and um what's the other one who am I missing? That's it. it it's those two and then the the Soundwave and uh Zartan and Serana. All right. Oh, right, right, right. I was sorry, my head uh Triple T and and Sarge with the uh, Yeah, it's coming, so we don't know what that looks like. I seen any pictures of that yet. So it's up to say there. Uh but Again, we we've seen some some projects from friends of ours for call sign longbow. Uh, what was the one that came that that the figures are starting to show up now? Strike Force Alpha, mm -hmm. um, and um, Eagle Force uh, Recall. Right, e Eagle Force Operation Recall. Like the O Ring folks are are making their buying power known. They're 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 buying O Ring figures. There's a market there. Um, so uh, killing O Rings? No, no. I mm -hmm. I, I think that. Hasbro decided that right now they want to do one line of GI Joes and they can farm out the rest of the work and, and just yeah. collect money there. And Super 7 has made some smart picks in their reaction line, right? If they show that same kind of, of ESP, basically, into the collector mindset, what's missing for an O-ring collector? And we, and we get Dr. Venom and Sparks and you know Blue Sunbow Breaker and maybe a you know an OG zap with an actual mustache, right? Yeah. Like, you, there's something there, I think. It may yeah, not be yeah. massive, you would get I mean like I might be in on some of those, you know. So yeah, exactly. And a and a true builder, right? If they just made a Cobra soldier, right? But right. he looked good and he, you know, came with a dark dragon of rifle, like, yeah, 20 bucks. They're gonna some of them are gonna move. Right. Even if you if you do that that cheapo sunbow style of Cobra Trooper where it's just the the blue jammies with the laser rifle, make that guy. Go for mm -hmm. it. That's not yeah. something that we've seen. There's uh, a whole host of Joe fans who looked at that guy as a reaction figure 
and thought about it for just a second, right? For the ones who didn't buy it, who were like, right. oh, I'd like to, but nah, I can't go there. If that's an O-ring figure for the same price, that's going in the, for a, for a chunk of them, that's going in the cart. Whereas right. before it never, they probably touched it with their hand, but it never actually got off the peg. Now there's right. a, I, a chunk of them. I would I would garner to say maybe half of those undecideds are putting it in the cart now that it's over it. I, I think you'll see something there. And I have faith in Super 7 in at least picking interesting options, right? I don't think they're going to... Wave 1 is not going to be Scarlet, Duke, Cobra Commander, Destro, right? I don't think that's what you're going to see. I think you're going to see... Uh, they, they know where to mine essentially because right. they know their collector is you and me it's the adult gi joe fan right or at least not right away um anyways if you're joining us tonight uh, thank you so much if you're catching us on facebook be sure to give us some kind of a reaction give us a thumbs up give us a heart give us a little huggy guy if you're catching us excuse me if you're catching us at home on youtube uh go ahead like the video subscribe to the channel do all those cool youtube things uh, leave us some notes down below in the comments uh, what what O-ring figures you'd like to see um, from Super 7, your thoughts on the Super 7 uh, Mothership campaign, your thoughts on what's going on at Hasbro or anything else. By all means, uh, leave us a comment down below because, again, we'll grow, this, we'll grow this channel as much as you want us to grow. That's up to you guys. Uh, it's all about interaction. Uh, there's so little I can do about it that it's, it's incredibly frustrating. Uh, Hood of Cobra Commander 788 says, Hi, I'm watching. I have you on the TV, so I'm not in the chat other than this message. Uh, which we had you on our TV. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Rob, go ahead. Give us the number one reason why you don't like Brian. Ooh. But I do like Brian. <laughs> there, well, there you go. It was your free shot, and he still didn't take it. So we must think he's okay. Hey, he and I, we're, we're like this on the design for the His Tactician. I'm just saying. Uh, you're, Some you're, of us were correct, and the rest of us were Mike. You are both allowed to be wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, be sure to join. Brian will be with us next week for our big holiday spectacular. He's going to put in the Yeoman shift uh, and do his show, and then our show. Uh, I have not received an invitation to do his show with him. I would be willing to do that, but he has, he has not asked. So what can I tell you? Boy, it sounded like fishing. Road trip. Road trip. You'll do it live. Right? Right? I mean, if we're going to do three hours, let's do three hours. Yeah, yeah, you know. Coming up soon, the GI Radiothon. It's going to be amazing. Right. We're raising money for the human fund. <laughs> money for people. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going through. Best of it is a Saturday this year. Big fun. I, by the way, not not to to pad the ego at all, but Mike, I dug this image like crazy when I first saw it today. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> it was it was harsh, but there, you know, it was just stuck in my head, and I had to yeah. go. With it. it, I mean, the joke writes itself, except it does require a little bit of work, but it, it's so appropriate to this, right? And it's like it's like it, it was like a sudden crash. It was like you're just watching it as the weeks go by. Go, yeah, pretty like, soon. Yeah life of the of the the super seven campaign very much mirrored the opening to season one of gi joe and arrow it's on there for like 20 seconds and ultimately it crashes and burns and only a couple of people are able to run out of the wreckage that's it 
<laughs> Jason Rose has two posts in a row that mean two totally different things. Save Hasbro Telephone. Yeah, but only above, if you get to have Destro do stand-up comedy. Right. <laughs> but but above the first attempt, it says the Dave Hasbro Telephone. And I'm like, who the hell is Dave Hasbro? I don't know, but hey, I'm willing to get behind it if we have Destro doing uh, stand-up comedy. You know, Dave Hasbro, that guy. Yeah, that guy's a jerk. He's letting his employees go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry, I'm going through uh, going through some of the. But uh, okay, here it, here it was. Uh, Firefly said uh, in the Super Seven interview with Matthew from Jocon. Uh, I don't know what that is, but Brian Flynn said that they are going to, for the O rings to look as close as possible to year four of GI Joe on a shelf with rivets and all. Yeah, yeah, no, we we caught that. Well, mm -hmm. uh, again, hopefully they'll be able to pull it off and maintain the price point that they hope to, to pull off. I have my doubts, but if they can get that out for 20 bucks, great. I'm in for some. Uh, Jeff Butler says, an O-ring, a figure of Sparks will definitely sell. When they make the right figures, the $20 cost won't be prohibitive. Exactly. Again, let's just hope that it's $20. Um, look, hey, right there, that's that's all the credit I need right there. It was a great story. <laughs> a, man, a man who knows how to... Who, who the if I can make him laugh with visuals, then I know that I've done a good job. Anyways, next news item. Do, do, do. Hey, look! It, it, we're finally into the better news. Mm -hmm. This isn't even the good news yet. This is just better than things absolutely failing. Uh, but we've got a, a brand new figure from Haya Toys again. Pumping them out like they're Hasbro in 83 or something. Um, this is Gung Ho from the 118th Exquisite line. Um, you see there we got the action shot, then we got the still pose, and then here's here's all that. Um, he's about 25 bucks. You'll probably pay a couple of dollars more uh, because it is an import. Uh, available next summer. Uh, that tattoo is still bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're we're at the point with Gung Ho. Like I don't have any real real problems with this figure, except for the tattoo. And 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 let me just say, I I understood the tattoo back when Classified first came out. I I got it at that point because you, you don't know. Maybe they had it planned and they just couldn't get it changed in time to to something that was more more doable. But now we're 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 following up the bad eagle tattoo from Classified with the same tattoo. Maybe maybe you just needed to redesign Gung Ho a little bit to maybe he's got the t-shirt. Gung Ho mm -hmm. needs a t-shirt at this point. Yeah. Because they yeah. can't if they can't get the Marine Corps tattoo, just you know that's, get a t-shirt. That's how, like Marine. That's how I would that's how I would have solved it. If we couldn't have gotten the Marine Corps tattoo, I would have done a shirt and I would have done the hint of the tattoo sticking up over the top. Right. Right. Because they can't they can't sue you for a beak. Right. Yeah. So, no. An eagle head. Yeah. Yeah. And people would be like, "Okay, he's got a set too. He's just wearing a shirt. Maybe he put on a few pounds. Who knows?" But maybe it's cold. Yeah. Or even I know it's borderline sacrilege. But if you made the vest closed, nobody would care, right? right. He'd still look like a badass. And I know that's not how he looked originally. But 
along those veins, and I think this is a really good figure and a really good line, uh, the blue throws me here. And I know it's it's accurate to you know to the OG, but if that was more military drab to go with, you know, the, the rest of the military stuff he's wearing, uh, I think it'd look better. I don't know. I, I kind of dig this. I, I like that it's different. It, it, like, it, at least there's some attempt to differentiate this from every other gung-ho that's come along, you know, since 1983. Uh, yeah. You know, every time they revisit this character, it's always, uh, you know, crazy gyrene from, from 1983. And, and I, like, if, if there was ever a character in, in G.I. Joe that just badly needed a redesign, gung-ho's the guy, right? Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's one of the very few that has aged poorly. Um, you go back to the, the, the design I like the best is the resolute design for gung ho. Mm -hmm. uh, he's one of the few characters in resolute that I feel they handled very well in that he was, he was businesslike and he was competent and he was still gung ho, but like he was, he was a, he was a guy who you understand. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a master sergeant at work right there. Right. That, that's a guy who's, that's a guy who's a, a field leader on a, on an elite team like GI Joe getting, getting shit done. Yeah, and you didn't you didn't get that feel from Gung Ho very often, so I, I liked it there, and I liked the design that that they had him with. But uh, maybe classified considered a redesign when they went. Let's go with a vaguely Aryan tattoo and put an army hat on him. Right, <laughs> it'll all be new. It'll be great. Uh, Dustin Jeffrey says five dollars says those guns fall off just as easy <laughs> as the classified version. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah, but uh, no, we I got looked at him funny. There they go. Yeah, we got the, those three kind of iffy guns. Got a spare pair of hands. We got the big backpack to theoretically hold them all and a battle stand. And again, it, it probably yours for less than $30, we'll say, um, if you're into Haya Toys and Exquisite. But uh, Mark, you're you're in except for the blue vest. Yeah, I'm in. And I'm. this is my, you know, my next do I, do I jump or don't I? Because I have the snake eyes, but that's the only one I have so far. Now that was it, Cotswold Collectibles has them here domestically, so the shipping won't murder me. That might be if I happen to get any cash for Christmas, that might be where it goes. The dive in to get backfill in the holes in my Haya Toys collection. I really do think they're doing excellent work. Yeah, I just have some quite have some design uh differences, things I would have done differently. Yeah, I, I. Out of what they've put out, this is probably my least favorite. Hmm. Not, not counting that, not very good at all. Tiger Force Flint, but that's at least a that's at least just a repaint, so I can whatever you know whatever. Yeah. Like and as far as what they've designed and, and built and put out, this is the worst one. Uh, but 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 it's still tolerable. So eh, I guess it it just yeah. seems like they made the same mistakes Classified did over again. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, the hat. They fixed the hat. Did they? Kinda. I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think it's yeah. still an army lid. It just sticks up a little more. Yeah. That's a it's, a it's it's fine. I mean, I'm not in on the highest stuff, so. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I, it does, doesn't offend me in any way. I wish it will. <laughs> I, I haven't even thought. Uh, I haven't even bought the beachhead one yet, and I I probably should get on that. Oof. But uh, Jeff Butler asks, any thoughts on gung-ho marine dress blues would ever become a classified figure or was the 90s Hall of Fame 12-inch figure enough for that? As as cool as that figure was, both in three and three-quarter and 12-inch forms, 
it's like it just it, it's it's a little static for an action line, right? Like as a kid, I remember I I was like Marine Marine Blues dress blues gung ho was was cool to look at, but I didn't really ever have the incentive to buy it. Yeah, he's, he's never going to be in that uniform in any kind of situation, right? Hey, we but love it. Did did that figure even show up on the 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 cart the the box art for vehicles or anything? Was he was he even sitting passenger in a vehicle? I don't think I mean, so. No, because imagine how weird he would look. And I like the figure. Right. I'm glad they did it. But how weird would he look like in one of the gunner turrets of the whale? Right? Like <laughs> like they just swung by graduation to pick up a marine to go <laughs> shoot at Cobra. Hey, you're in your dress blues. That don't matter. Hop in. Andrew Dog has got a comment that I think uh, might work down there. But. Dress Blues Gung Ho is an exclusive to some store or convention somewhere. I, I, There's too many different parts. I don't know about that. It's not like yeah. you can just repaint it. It's not like you're yeah. doing gaucho. Mm -mm. I mean, if you made the diaper big enough, you could reuse it for Footloose, I guess. Stop. Ah. That's it. That's enough. That's enough. What it's not bad. It's not bannable, but it's close. One of the best figures of the vintage line, and I'll not have you slander it. <laughs> and he was dry on the battlefield. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Look, it's oops, I crapped my pants. You stop. You stop. <laughs> Next news item. You can always depends on Footloose. What he's going for? Look, I'm, am I am I maddened by that? No, I'm not mad at him, but that's what he wanted. So that's what I'm gonna just gonna give it to him, because otherwise he'll never move on. <laughs> I he, he's he's, he's, uh, I he's see him on my back with one. Go on. He's he's in his little window doing this. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> see, he is a habitual line stepper. <laughs> <laughs> a recidivist so yeah the, the last couple of days have been rough enough news wise that uh, it seems hard to believe but everything that we saw last thursday on the the, the pulse uh live stream it pretty well got blown out of the water it feels like it happened a month ago at this point mm -hmm. uh but we're gonna go through it anyway because what else i mean this this is the this is the good news this is the news we like you're like, right about it seeing like a song like I was just sitting here thinking about it. Did we go are we going over this next? Did we do this last week? What is it? Uh see Jeff Jeff Butler's giving you quotes on that one. That's not going on a t-shirt. <laughs> no, but it's not going away either. It's a thing, it's a thing now. Um Dr. No Good asks, his tank is out. What do you think? I think we'll get to that. We'll catch that at the end. We, we do yeah. the we got in later. This is we got news now. We got news. Stay with us. Mm -hmm. Stay with us. So, anyways, uh let's get started. First up, of course, name reveals. And I went with the, the B version of all these characters. Uh, we got Starduster. Got Nemesis Immortal. We got Leatherneck. I hope they get a giraffe pants Leatherneck out there. That would be awesome. Ooh. And then, of course, Xander. Right. <laughs> so I like I like him better than his previous figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the uniform did not look good at all. Yeah. 
And what did these all four all have in common? Uh, you didn't see any of them in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. That's good times. I just, sometimes I do things just to amuse myself. Uh, Michael Jean Fleming. That's the leatherneck I had as a kid. Well, I'm you, sorry. Sorry, yeah, about that. sorry about that one. Our bad. Greg Augustin, get the joke. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, uh, I, I had to go with B versions on this one because it's just, just too good. Just too good. Mm, yeah. you, you don't, you're not going to have a whole lot of luck finding a B version on Nemesis Immortal. But Phil already gave me that picture that I've used a hundred times, so I had to use it here, right? That so. Stardust not bad. No, that's Club Starduster. That's pretty awesome. I enjoyed him. I, I have him uh, from that set. One of my favorite concepts, full stop. Tanks for the memories. Guns on the wrong hand, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Again, I, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm not here to criticize the photo work of Phil Donnelly, but but uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's not a sight. Maybe it's a rear view mirror. Oh, that's a good idea. I never thought about that. <laughs> I don't think it was a I think if you look at the old blueprints, it was um it would shift the direct uh, you could shift the direction of the jetpack with it. Uh, make any, that makes no sense. I, I agree. I know. I agree. I, I have uh All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. That's that's Rob's doing deep cuts on us again, and I, I can't uh I don't always have comments for those. But uh, David Warren Hernandez asking what we all want to know. Will Leatherneck be on a beefy boy body? I hope so. Because he, he was a, a low-key beefy boy. He was at least gung-ho size. Was he that? Did you always envision him that big? I, I did. Because when you saw him on the when you saw him on Sunbow, on the mm -hmm. cartoon, he was, he was as big as gung-ho was. They had a couple episodes where they were both on at the same time. And... Um, and they were they were the same height, they were the same build. So even okay. if it was just an animation error, that's how I always that's how I equated them in my head. If, the, if that's how you see them on the cartoon as a kid, that's, right, right, that's canon, right? Your your era of of GI Joe, Mark, that leather neck that came out on the the big boy body, I, that mm -hmm. was great for me. I, I thought that was awesome. I just thought he had a really big hat. <laughs> In 86, yeah, that 86 figure was, was kind of rough because the hat was just yeah. like super flared out and giant. Uh, uh, the, the 82 blueprint's unclear. They call it the control unit and they call it the site. See, you don't know nothing. It, they, they're doing it yeah. both ways. I don't know. They don't know welcome, nothing. Welcome to our new segment, Rob Makes Up Shit. Go look at the blueprints. I didn't make anything up. <laughs> I have Davis notes that she demands all beefy boys. Claude is a beefy boy. Claude is her cat, by the way, for anyone just tuning in. Hey, um, and, and uh, didn't mention it before, but uh, don't want to omit it. Uh, no idea what's going on inside Hasbro with the comic, but we do have Diana Davis keeping it on the, on the, uh, the straight and narrow. So we appreciate that. Right. She thankfully she's not a Hasbro employee, so she's pretty safe. Safe. She's she's safe. She's good. Safe yet dangerous. <laughs> safe safe only from a uh, from a, a job standpoint, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rubin says I I never thought Leatherneck was that bulked out. I thought he was more slender than Gung Ho. It's okay to be wrong. 
That's fine. That was that was my memory of it, but I'm not sticking yeah, to it. You and, and also had that episode where he went into that cadet school, and uh, and he like his he went and his uh his ne'er do well uh, former student was was the lead of the Cobra Cadets, and like he was a he was huge compared to that guy. He was throwing that guy around like he was, you know. So I would, yeah, again, I always saw Leatherneck as a big guy. You're going to be a drill sergeant for G.I. Joe, man. You're going to get the scariest looking dude you can find. Fair enough. It's, it's, you get Leatherneck. Or Beefhead. Yeah, but he got a break mask. Break in the new recruits. He had a mask on, right? Yeah, that's fair. He didn't, have, a mystery. he didn't have the Ron Rudat duster mustache. Yeah, that's a good point. He didn't have uh, Chuck McCann on vocals. When Beachhead took that uh, mask off, uh, John Stamos underneath. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. right. There for the ladies, but not not exactly engendering fear. <laughs> oh, so that's, that's the name only reveals. Be sure to tell us in the comments down below which one of these guys you're looking forward to the most. Uh, I, I personally, I like Xander in his... Uh, in his San Diego military uh, camouflage uniform. Yeah, that's pretty slight. So. <laughs> That'll and, be a real test for me. I may not buy Nemesis Immortal. No offense. I'm sure he'll be great, but. And for the record, for everybody at home, yeah, I know it's not actually pronounced Xander, but, yeah. you know, it's, it's the joke that I'm doing for me. Mm-hmm. And so the rest <laughs> of you just, just shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony's figs asks, uh, what's going on gents, dude? I mean, we've been here like an hour and a half almost. You gotta, I don't know what to tell you at this point. I guess, I, I guess we got to start over. No. Okay. No, no, no. I love Ooh, that. The short, the short intro. I love that bit. I wonder if uh, Starduster comes with uh, like the whole jetpack setup that the toy did, yeah. you know, where you got the station of the launch pad, or if it's just you know jetpack with the backpack. Uh, Not I, a bad idea. Go full jump see, with it. Yeah, yeah. I can see him being a, a guy because that figure is just going to be a Duke repaint, right? Yeah. Like there's there's nothing on Starduster that hasn't been done before. So yeah, I could see them spending the money there on a on a jump jump setup. You know what I do? I would save that. Because you could probably get Starduster with just the backpack and a and a, a weapon, maybe not that weapon, and then get us the Flash that Mike deserves, and by that I mean the figure, not anyone taking clothes off, and then that's how you sell the repaint, right? Is the silver pads Grand Slam out of the Flash body as a deluxe figure with the jump base, and that's how I do it. But what do I know? Ah. Uh, going back to our last news item, cheapest big spender says asks, "When is Super Seven going to make O-ring what's on Joe Mind figures?" Uh, as soon as we sign over lo- the likeness deal, mm-hmm. um, which is probably never going to come. Yeah, I think the problem is if, if you have Mike and I on blister cards, right? The sheer weight of our melons is going right. to make that bubble peel right off, right? And that's a lot of loss at the store level, so. I don't know. The rest of me is big and blocky too, so I, w- I would need the beefy boy body. 
but uh... <laughs> yeah, I won't sign off on. You think I'm going to sign off on my likeness with a brutal chest cut? I mean, come on. You're in, man. Totally, whatever. Ain't, you're in. That ain't happening. No, right, you you do it. You'll see CM Punk back in the WWE before you see that. <laughs> hey, this just in. Right. right. It, it's one of those where, you know, I've uh, I've been doing this show now for for almost 13 years. Uh, ran shows for a while. Been part of the community for going on two decades. If they haven't made a figure of me by now, it's not happening. I, I cannot possibly be more popular than I was six or seven years ago. So it, 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 we're done there. So <laughs> I'm a no seller in Super Seven's eyes. I got nothing. I'm not like nothing. the new. I'm not like the hotness that is Huda Cobra Commander Seven Eight Eight. We move. We move thousands. But, anyways, uh, Hancho Weber needs to be on the Serpentor bucket. I mean, I like it, but I don't know. I mean, so far I've been Raptor. So, right. Well, <laughs> you know, he is coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Next news item. Do, 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 do. I, I shouldn't say next news item, but certainly connected news item. There we go. We got, uh, we got some pre-orders coming up. I think I clicked too many times. No, that's the first one. Never mind. So uh, first two uh, on the pre-orders there, we got to see Big Boa. We got to see Quick Kick. And uh, get real quick your guys' thoughts on this. these. Um, we got the the No Shirt Brigade uh, coming up in the first half here. Uh, Mark Weber. Yeah. Your thoughts? I, I think Boa's great with the helmet on. I like that they're including a second head, but as, as I've said before, and lots of people have, the helmet should be on in the pack, and the helmet should be twenty percent bigger, right? It's it's not nanomite technology, and lots of toy lines get this wrong, right? right? But, so I'm not just picking on Hasbro here. With Quick Kick, my my immediate thought was, is the sash backwards? And I wasn't sure. I had to try to look it up, but for for animation, it sure is. Uh, it should be coming over his left shoulder correct yeah I, I i think it is different than it than it was yes i think it's also removable so you can probably change it around okay. if you want. yeah if it's removable then you just fix it yourself but again yeah. the brand manager goes down to the photo department because the the photographers can't be asked or, or expected to know every toy line's nuance right that's why you send an expert down there to make right. sure it's correct Right, but I, I think I, just, I think just in the photo they have there, if you see that sash is kind of sticking out from the side like a shoulder pad. Yeah, it's because that piece is supposed to be down on his hip. Yeah, but that's probably a good point. I think the photo just has it on the wrong shoulder. It's it's actually designed to be it's it's right front to back. It's just on the wrong shoulder. Yeah. So it, I, and yeah, get it. I mean. I, I'm a stickler for that kind of thing, right? Because it, it that was my job, and it wasn't that hard. Get it right, right. But, but the I, figure, the figure itself, yeah. Remember, there yeah. was that master of kung fu figure, like maybe a decade ago, not a decade ago, but five years ago, before the movie came out. That was so close to being quick kick that I remember picking it up, putting it down, 
walking to the front of Walmart and then going, ah, hell, and going back to get it. Figured it would stand in. So now I guess I can dig that out somewhere and put it, barbecue can have some company in the don't need these pile. Uh, maybe my kids will get them for Christmas. <laughs> uh, I just picked the website photos and uh, on, on Haverhill's Pulse. They have uh, pictures going this way and this way. Why would you have it both ways? Maybe just to show off that it's removable and you can have it either way you want. I don't know. I mean, I guess. But, I mean, that is curious. I mean, but that does work, too, because the fact that you can't have it both ways is good because there's the throwing stars in there, and you would have thought that would have been thrown off if you switched the shoulders, but it doesn't look like that happens. I mean, some of them come with extra hands, too. You could put the left hand on the right arm if you want. But I wouldn't take pictures of it like that for my website. I know, I know, I get you, but you know. So it's it can be fixed, not a problem though. I, I dig the loadout on Quick Kick. I think he's got some really inspired choices there. The 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 effect with the throwing star coming out of his hand, as you see in that picture there, which is why I put that picture in. Um, I like that throwing star effect. Uh, he's got swords. He's got chucks. He's got. Uh, what I don't like about the quick kick, and like if you're going to put a second head with quick kick, which they did, uh, it doesn't look all that different from the first one. I'd have rather had a second set of feet. And maybe with the second feet, shoes. <laughs> like quick kick is a guy who I, I understand you're, you're, you're playing the hits. You're going right to 1985 for your inspiration. Quick kick was another guy who desperately needed a redesign uh going forward and they did quick kick really well back in pursuit of cobra mm -hmm. um, he got that that toys r us exclusive where he had the the cobra kai looking vest and he had he had uh shoes on and it was it was a great update for that figure i wish they had gone with that one instead of this one but mm -hmm. i understand because a, a lot of a lot of uh classified fans can kind of be babies when things change from the original and yeah now correct me if i'm wrong here does have we ever seen a six inch figure with alternate feet before i i don't know i'm sure somewhere in marvel it happened i i don't i couldn't tell you i don't I'm know just, i'm wondering if that's prohibitive in the idea that over time you don't want to weaken that ankle weaken that ankle joint by popping things on and popping things off but what do i know yeah, I, I, I just, um, I don't know. I, I, I just, the the straight up Bruce Lee homage was, is great and all, but like, it, it, it didn't work for me in 1985. It works even less for me now. I, I'd have played with Quick Kick a lot more had he had a more sensible, you know, combat attire than, yeah. than, than what he has. So, yeah, this looks like kind of like, you know, He's hanging out in the uh, in the gym, right. in the Shoes dojo. Babies, get out in that snow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they found him like on an iceberg. That's great. Yeah, like, this guy can do anything. This guy's incredible. Like, this guy's him, tough. We found him out. in the snow just wearing pants. Right. Uh, Marvel Legends expert Matt Rubin notes that I do not believe they've issued feet as accessories. There you go. I mean, he he does have that fudge bar though, so. Yeah. Right. They really should have put Quick Kick in the Defiant, too, so he could go out spacewalking with the 
with uh, <laughs> payload. Because <laughs> obviously, He's the, got that... the regular rules of nature do not apply to Quick Cake. <laughs> He's got that spare head. You can just pop it on the astronaut. Right. Have him swimming under, way underwater with torpedo and wetsuit, like no big deal because <laughs> air. I mean, eh. Uh, Chiefest Big Spender asks, does Quick Kick come with the candy bar? Yes, he does. Yes. That is, again, part of that. The loadout for Quick Kick, best of the four, I think. They they really, the, the most original loadout is definitely Quick Kicks. Uh, and then finishing up this wave, we got a Techno Viper and we got Airborne, uh, also winners. Great looking figures. Uh, Mark Weber, your thoughts? I mean, they're both great. I tried to buy three of each Viper, but I actually had to pause on the Techno Viper. Do I? Because I got to have one for sure. That's a fantastic thing. Do I need three mechanics though? Yeah, I, I bought two. Now that you yeah. got a his tank, you need you got to have three. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't. I, I can't. I can't commit to three, but one definitely. It's a great thing. Um, no. Now that the purple technician is not a thing, you absolutely have to have three. This is why is the purple a, technician shouldn't be a thing. Is that a gradient fade on the Cobra logo? Or is that just uh, I think it's just photos? lighting. I think it's, it's just lighting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Airborne, obviously, I'm totally cool with. I, I know there was some furor online about it being crazy close to some guy's custom. But... <laughs> I mean, we're all—they're all using the same parts at some point, anyway. So that was—I yeah. gotta imagine every new figure is close to somebody's. Right, yeah. every new Joe that gets pushed out there, there's at least one comment where yeah. there's some some customizer. And again, I I absolutely respect the the work being done on those customs. It's more than I could do. Uh, it's better than I could do. I again, all the respect in the world, but at the same time, check yourself, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, your custom that you're based on a design that was done by somebody. Else. Yeah, sure. Yeah, your your just des- your des- your quotes design of a figure that was done 40 years ago is not that original to begin with, and certainly not de- it doesn't deviate from the actual design that was done by somebody else who was paid to do it uh, back then. Uh, yeah, it, just no, no, just stop, just just have some form of perspective perspective on these things, but it happens with every single figure that comes out. It's like, Oh, well, mine looks better. Well, okay. Right. It's fine. And don't buy this. One. Yeah, David, every, look, David. every while they're actually right. And yeah, they're yeah. better, but yeah, let's just chill out. How many, how many hours you spend working on that one thing? 80. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, if that's how you get your joy, absolutely keep doing oh, it yeah i don't have any problem with it more power to them wish i had that kind of talent but right right when when the hasbro one comes for all of us who would like to have a cool airborne may, maybe we just we just nod and say yeah that looks pretty good i like mine better i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with mine yeah that's all it takes Did david really? warren warren hernandez with the maybe the quote of the night saying that techno viper has entrance music that goes uncha, 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 uncha. <laughs> European Club Viper. Yeah, that thing on the back, that's a speaker. <laughs> Techno Viper is here to get down, man. Uh, Jeff Butler advises that we need to wait until and get the eventual Crimson Techno Viper later next year. Python Techno Viper. It'd be amazing. 
<laughs> Techno Viper will be attending Bond to see the craft work. <laughs> well, now we have the brand new Tiger Techno Viper. He is uh, angular and beautiful. Like Vic Tabak, he is dance. Um, David Warren Hernandez also notes that the, the quad NVGs, a nice touch on Airborne. I agree. If he's going to be an Airborne Ranger, you give him you give him all the gear. He's going to that Dragonfly. The second I get those two things together, you betcha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or or he's going to ride on the skids the way that he was yeah. intended to. Or hang or hang it on the bottom from the from the frigging yeah. cable, baby. Filling down like he is on the card art. Yep. Assaulting things. Uh, Firefly says he gave his 87 Techno Viper the Ramp Rat Glow Sticks. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> and not only is he ready for the club, he can also do Wuthering Heights with semaphore flags. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> so anyways, that's our uh, that's our foursome there. Uh, we can see him in, in, in uh, clear background here. Uh, they are part of the basic assortment. They're checking in at uh, around $25 a piece. They're going to be available in the spring. These are mass release, so wherever toys are sold, uh, Target, Walmart, etc. Uh, these are the guys in the regular strength boxes. Uh, so look for them everywhere. Mark Weber, mm -hmm. out of the four, who's your favorite? Oh. You know, that Techno Viper is damn near perfect. <laughs> it really is. So... I like them all. This is a really strong wave, but yeah, that Techno Viper is badass. I just don't know if I need three. You but look, look at this. Uh, proving your point, Mike, what's the Techno Viper doing to Quick Kick immediately when he gets next to him? He's stomping on that bare foot, baby. Right. He just, just taking it right, taking it right mm -hmm. out. Rack time, Rob, your favorite out of the floor. Again, like all th like all four of them, I th I think I'm going airborne. Captain the Finney for airborne. Love the dragonfly. Always put them in there, you know. So uh, airborne. Are the goggles atop the helmet just green? Are there no lenses on it at all? They're 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 designed to look like they're under the cover of the helmet. Oh, okay. Because he you know he has that wrap on the helmet. Yeah. Right. All right. Right. There there are goggles that he can wear. Um, and I think they fit under the helmet. I might but, have done that differently, but, but then the, yeah. Yeah, it 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 I I'd, I'd almost have to see it in hand to really know what they're trying to do there. But yeah, yeah. But, from uh, from this distance, it looks like a miss. I'd love to see actual lenses on those goggles, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, with all apologies to Big Boa because he's just so weird that I love him. Um, I am torn on this one between. Quick kick in the Techno Viper. I, I really, as, as much as I don't care for that design on Quick Kick, I really think they knocked him out of the park in regards to the stuff he comes with, to the originality that's there. Um, I like that's that's what I want. If you're going to do a straight up redo of a design on a classified, what they showed you with Quick Kick between, even if it's just something as dumb as the fudgy bar, um, that's what I would like to see is new new wrinkles on existing. Uh, designs more more than anything else. These guys are all straight out of straight out of the past, so there's no no points for originality really on any of them. And I think Quick Kick is the one that brings the most new 
newish elements to the table. So he's crazy posable, right? Which is important for that kind of figure, I think. But look at that friggin' shoulder and chest area, man. It looks like he was assembled in a lab from pieces of other quick kicks. He's the ultimate fighting quick kick. I guess. He's the universal soldier. They brought him back. Quickenstein. Right? And uh, by the same token, why I'm why I'm torn with the Techno Viper is it looks like they up that he's got the same equipment, but it's all updated. Mm-hmm. And I really dig that 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 wrist thing. You see the mm-hmm. hologram there on and that yeah, shot. Yeah, it's, that's a neat nope. touch. Yeah, like I I like the Techno Viper for the same reasons that I like Quick Kick. So I, I like if you ask me tomorrow, I might say him. Mm-hmm. But but so I'm kind of torn between the two of them. See, you you should get three because otherwise that's Tony Renteria is going to get eight. So, if, if you don't mind your quick kick being a little shorter than probably he should be, you could put Airborne's feet on quick kick, right? And solve your problem. Get some boots. <laughs> yeah, and you go about five foot seven, but that's all right. Right, that's fine. Hmm. That's all right. Five seven's not too short. They let yeah. you at five seven. If you turn those capri pants into full legs, that you know, full on pants that go down to the ankle bump, now it's like dwarf on kung fu, right? Like, a, <laughs> I don't know. Forget you know what? Forget I said anything. We'll just edit that out. Tim Conway's the best. <laughs> I loved dwarf on kung fu. <laughs> Nobody should have got as much mileage out of that gimmick as Tim Conway did. So credit to him. Because he's Tim Conway, man. He's a legend. Yeah, he's a beast. I'm watching watching him break Harvey Corman on the old Carol Burnett show. Oh man. Right. That's and, good comedy and, right there. Seldomly break himself is, is the yeah, best. Yeah. He would just he was the grenade they would toss in to just make chaos and then he would never fall never fall for it. That yeah. was the best part of it. Uh, when he'd have three or four of them on the edge. And then he'd wait for it, and then just deliver the knockout and just kill the whole the whole sketch. <laughs> Knock him down like ten pins. Yeah, the entire studio. Uh, Torpedo Mike says that Mark, without three, you can't have the three amigos. Yeah. Uh, Diana Davis notes that Tor- Techno Viper is so slick he belongs in the KY Joe show. There we go. There's a callback. Ding ding ding. <laughs> well played. Speaking of callbacks. You are going to torture that four party, four poor party little bastard at Christmas, right? Now. And he's going to love every second of it. Even his attack was kind of half-assed, right? He was just like, eh. again, he loved every second of it. <laughs> he kept going back. Yeah, that was at least twelve times each day that we were there. At least twelve. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, Jeff Butler, uh, comedy connoisseur recommends tim conway's autobiography called what's so funny yeah that that would probably be great i do need to check (laughs) there we go cheapest big spender it's socket to his time there we go there we go that's second place right there that's not as good as uh 
the Diana Davis callback, but it's right there. It's right there. Uh, I, you know, I, I had to get the socks clip in there when we, when we, we were up over a hundred view viewers. So I needed to get that to anyways, next up. And now we're back down to 48. <clears throat> right. And we're, we're <laughs> next news item. Do, do, do. Uh, keeping with the, uh, live stream. Oh, there we go. Collection. The retro collection. And this is the. From what I've gathered, the circles that I run in, these these are the figures that got everybody the most excited. Uh, but Scarlet Duke and Ricondo will be showing up single carded. Um, we had um, I, I've seen some folks complaining that uh, regular strength Ricondo there isn't going to come in a box like the Tiger Force one did. Uh, to which my reaction is, "What do you want?" Right. You know, God damn. Just take it. When I'm it getting gets... a close up so that you can see my little violin playing that sad song. Oh, get! Did you just get the figure? Oh, who cares what kind of packaging it's in? Well, I prefer it not in a closed box where I'm not positive it's actually Ricondo in there. Right, right. Look, look. Within <laughs> I think that was valid, but yeah. Beyond that, beyond wanting to see what you're buying, yeah. God forbid. Uh, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I just love how Scarlet is so tricked out with weapons. It looks like she's going to shoot up the whole town of Sanford with uh, Simon Pegg. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm glad you finished the the uh, the the movie reference there, because otherwise that was... It's fantastic. Would have been wild, toothpick. wildly inappropriate if you had not been. Because the original Scarlet is kind of a lousy fig on a couple levels, this well, is quite possibly best Scarlet ever. Oh, I, I think that goes without saying. Yeah? Well, I just said it, though. Right. It's the leader in the clubhouse. Man. The one thing that... We don't, we I, don't even have it in hand, and it's yeah. I'm, I'm already willing to at least give it some... I'm at least going to book it in the title match, so to speak, right? Yeah. The the only thing I would change on that design, and they, and they did it later on in, in the comics re pretty recently is that they made the pants actual, like, military pants. So it wasn't like the, you know, the Baywatch outfit over the gray, you know, body, whatever. Like, when it when it's all pants and not the yellow bikini below, I think it, it's actually a better look. But that's right, nitpicking. Because right. this, is, this is true to the original. It's fantastic. And they got the crossbow in her right hand. So... I, I then no more blonde streak in her red hair. I mean, I really couldn't ask for more. This is pretty awesome. And she she did not skip leg day. No, no, she's she's going to kick you in the face, and it's going to hurt a lot. Scarlet comes with two T's and two C's because she'd be thick. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Craig Cohan, not valuing his own life, uh, sending little yeah. <laughs> for a Christmas present. Joe Colton will love it. I'm Craig. Craig, don't put a return address on that. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right. That's a PO box if I've ever heard one. <laughs> but, don't uh, put our return gonna, address on it either. It's gonna be a PO box when she sees it. She's not gonna like that one bit, and it's awesome. Andrew Gaugan uh, notes it's called Scarlet, the classified redemption figure. Uh, yeah, there's there's certainly yeah. something there that's um. 
I didn't have a problem with the one that they did early. It just, it was a little too gold. Busy. Right. It, like, like so many of that first wave, they just, it was just a little busy. Um, but, um, and had a blonde streak and a red hair. Right. You, you know, it, it didn't bother me like it bothers you, but you're, you're one of those ginger purists. And it had a knife boot. It had boob knife. That was bad. I don't. It had a knife sheath, like right in the front. Like, come on. I have very limited shelf space. So, like, classified Scarlet didn't make the cut. It's been in a box for two years. Yeah. So, um, but, um, so yeah, here's, here they are in, in clear background. Um, they also about 25 bucks a piece, spring 2024. They are Hasbro Pulse and online retailers, uh, toy specialists. So not not quite a mainline release, but certainly easy enough to get a hold of. Yeah. And for, for all of you who complained about Glenda, this is Glenda. <laughs> this is what Glenda got you. You mean like Dustin so, Jeffrey? It's just like a Glenda repaint. Oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, profit well, maybe our bronze medal. Welcome to the show. How long do you think it'll be before we get Cobra Commander on a retro card with a regular Cobra logo? I think pretty soon. Not yeah, I long. think tune in next year yeah. early. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, probably next wave of retro assortment. I, I would be that would be my guess. I'm gonna uh, assume that the visor on Duke's helmet comes off. I don't know that for sure, but why? Why would you put a visor on Duke? There's some early promo art that had it. So? I, right. I, I understand, but that that's at least the inspiration for it. As long uh, as it's removable, I got no problem with it. But yeah. to be that authentic to the first one and then go, eh, how about this? I mean, it's Duke. I'm probably not ever putting the helmet on him anyway, so I don't care. Yeah, uh, eh. I'm not going to mention it. If it's removable, no big deal. If it's so, uh Renteria assures it it does. He's got that inside track, you know. I don't care if Starduster and a lot of other Joes had a visor. Duke <laughs> didn't, yeah. So so that's why you're gonna do it wrong. Look, yeah. look, let it let it go. Let no, it go. no, do it Better. if if this is the retro collection and that's what you're going for, then don't make decisions that cost more that make them less accurate. As as uh, Diana Davis puts in the live chat, buy it, take the visor off. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a reasonable fix, or <laughs> save the company money and do it right the first time. Oh, Mark, if they save the company money here, then they won't get to fire people later. <laughs> I guess that's true. Come on, now. Come on. I don't, I, I'm but a, I'm but a, a simple caveman lawyer. <laughs> Your ways are confusing to me. I'm but a humble marketer. <laughs> right. If it comes off, I got no problem. If it if it doesn't, then it's a it's a mistake that costs money. I I, I just right. It, it it may just I, I don't know. I'm not even going to conjecture on. Yeah, I don't. It, do, it doesn't. It doesn't cost less. You make a second spot in the mold for it, and you activate the one you want to keep it accurate for the guy. You know, if that's your kind of thing, if if that's valuable to you. You know, I'll I'll just uh, I'll give the helmet to somebody else. There you go. So they can yeah. have a completely inaccurate helmet. Beachhead. 
and I'll take pictures of it and send them to Mark just so he has a little spasm about it. Put the helmet on Beachhead and then the beret on the helmet, and now we're talking. Torpedo Mike says, but wait, Mark is happiest when he has something to grumble about. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> That's a regular viewer. You think right. voice, vo I didn't get into being the voice of reason for to win the popularity contest, right? Well, well, you know, you know. Uh, sorry, going through live chat. So, um, Yorktown Joe, uh, quote, if it comes off, I got no problem with it. Uh, that's Mark at a tattoo parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems legit. <laughs> uh, Porik Bylon uh, says, uh, Boylan rather says, it's like a <laughs> bastard custom. It's about time. <laughs> look, look at them setting you up, Mark, and you're here right? complaining about it. Uh, Craig Cohan, Honcho is Eeyore? Well, kind of. Yeah. Somebody's. I'm just keeping it real. Somebody's got it. It's amazing that that used to be my role on the show, and now I it, I can't let it be. Otherwise, we we would just fall down a roll a, a hole of self loathing. Does Duke not have a brutal chest cut? I I think he does. It's just kind of hiding in there. And Diana said it, man. I defer to Diana on all things Duke. Uh, well, let me go. Let's go back. Let's go yeah. back to the other in the wayback machine. It's right there. It's, it's not there. the thumb. It's it's, it's it's right mid midsection there. It's yeah. like the bazooka. It's like the chest cut they've used, like with bazooka and hawk. Yeah, I think it, it's it hides a little better with the the binoculars and the and the the sash, but mm. the bandolier. Yeah, yeah, sash. I'm I'm, I'm making new sash. That's awesome. Fashion. <laughs> He's Mister First Sergeant. He's Mister Missouri. In the swimsuit competition. And wrapping up the live stream, we, we got to see some shots of the 60th anniversary Action Soldier and Action Sailor in their full gear. Uh, these guys are pretty awesome. I, I don't want to... Th these are great-looking toys. I don't know if I need to be picking them up. Mm -hmm. um, like I, they, They're almost too realistic to fit in G.I. Joe. But... Uh, but they are uh, they are wonderful figures. I, I don't want to take away from that. They are they, I I, I like a lot of what's going on with these. Well, uh, they're Rob, too real to fit into this iteration of GI Joe. Right, eighties version of GI Joe. Nineteen sixties. They are right at home. Yeah. I, I mean, really, today, twenty twenty three, they're right at home. It's just yeah. the classified the classified ones are not at home at twenty twenty three. Um. Uh, Mark Weber, your thoughts? Yeah, they look great. They really do. And but on by the same token, I don't need these guys. Yeah, it's it's um, they're they're cool. But again, thirty five bucks a pop because as we'll see on the next slide here, uh, is a deluxe assortment. These guys have weapons upon weapons upon weapons. I didn't have, I didn't want to put a ton of pictures in there because we'd just be looking at weapons all day. Uh, but they're coming in at uh, around 35 bucks a piece. They are also going to be available in spring at Hasbro Pulse and online toy resellers or retailers, rather. Mm -hmm. um, 
but uh but yeah if if, if re realistic figures are your thing uh you, you're gonna be buying these guys up by the bunch mm -hmm. uh, and just swapping heads and and making realistic style joes out of them i'm sure um or if you if troop builders are not called steel whatever they're, whatever they're called i don't know steel anymore. core steel core if you don't want steel core as your troop builders these these guys will fill the bill certainly um and again, they'll make Duke look pretty corny standing next to him, but whatever. Um, they are, they're great looking toys. They come with great gear. Um, if you're looking to re maybe outfit some of the older classified mm -hmm. figures with more realistic looking weapons, that that's a take. Um, you, you certainly have an avenue there, but um, yeah, I, I, which one do you like better, Mark? I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for the the divers. Awesome. I mean, really yeah. is for like the stealth underwater, you know, knife in the back, middle of the night diver op. Love it. Yeah. Um. I just if they aren't if they aren't a, a defined guy, I, I I just don't need them. And I never liked GI Joe troop builders. I didn't. Steel Brigade did nothing for. I mean, I got one right. But I didn't need a bunch of Steel Brigade. I don't need a bunch of green shirts. I always got multiples of the Cobras because they made so many G.I. Joes. Cobra was always outnumbered. And I always wanted to have for my big battle in the family room, I wanted it to be an even fight on some level. So that's why I bought more Vipers and more, you know, Heat Vipers and more Crimson Guardsmen was to balance out the war. So from that aspect, I never dove in to the troop builders on the Joe side because I didn't need them. If the idea is that G.I. Joe is the best of the best, <laughs> yeah, it might be fumbles. <laughs> um, Figure six then, pack observation, it's fumbles from Robot Chicken. Yeah, that's a good call, actually. So, again, I think they look great. I understand why Hasbro's making them. I think they're cool. I think a lot of people will buy them. I just, I won't be one of them, but I'm not mad at them, right? Right. Right, I don't need them, and that's and that is such a healthy perspective for an adult toy collector, right? Like these look awesome. I don't need them, but I'm sure they're going to make a lot of people happy. There you go. Right, there's absolutely an audience there, so it, it's not my cup of tea. But hey, you know if these are if these are yours, I totally get it. These are pretty awesome toys. We, we we're we're mature enough that we can step back from stuff we're not necessarily going to buy and say that's pretty awesome. And if you like it, you should get it. Right. That's always going to be the case. Um, I It looks like I'm being corrected on price, uh, but they, they told us in the live stream they were going to be deluxe. So maybe it's maybe it's just something to take advantage of while you can. Entertainment Earth was ringing them up at twenty four ninety nine early on. So so check that out. Uh, if, if you had a looking at looking to pre-order these guys, maybe that's maybe that's I, I'm thinking that might have been something they did early because I know when I tried was going through and ordering stuff later in the day, I think they were showing up at the $34.99. is a lot to pay for a figure. I mean, there's figures available for less than 20 bucks that would make any kid in your family Because I had to jump onto Entertainment Earth for the Techno Vipers and Big Boa, because mm. they were sold out on the Pulse by the time I got home. Mm, okay. But by jumping on Entertainment Earth, I also got a Superpowers Green Lantern and Sinestro. Oh, now we're talking. They'll have so, to ship them, have to ship them separately, though. Mark, if if somebody was interested in say army building, uh, Mad Marauders barbecue, 
how how much money would that cost somebody? Here's the brutal part, man. They're starting to show up at Ollie's for like six bucks. So the market, <laughs> the market, what market there was has completely collapsed. So, so yeah. I can't even I can't even ship this guy. Right? Gambled and lost. More expensive to ship than he's worth. So welcome home. Gabriel Barbecue Kelly version two. And by version two, I mean the second one of this mad marauder I got on accident. Oops. <laughs> Look, man, Toys for Tots is always taken. He's not, yeah, he, yeah, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't have any guns or, or anything like that. So they will actually take barbecue and, and give it to somebody who would like a, a G.I. Joe toy. I mean, he kind of has a water pistol, but. Well, I, who doesn't have a water pistol? I suppose that's true. Right. I wish they put a visor on him. I wish they'd have given him a non-helmeted head. That's a good point. I, I just that's the ultimate fail of that of what is otherwise a pretty good barbecue toy. And he's a redhead too, isn't he? He he was on uh he was on the, the Sunbow cartoon, yeah. I had to figure out how I can make that work. Maybe there's a Matt Murdoch head. I can make that I can make it happen. But if I was gonna do that, I'd be doing that with the orange one, right? I'm not doing it with the blue one. The blue one sucks. Yeah. Anyhow. So, uh, Rack Time Rob, which which one do you like best? I don't know. I haven't ordered either one of them yet, just because it was like, I got enough money for the ones I really want, need. Uh, at, first, I, at first glance, I would have said the soldier, but the diver's growing on me. Yeah, I really, I'll be honest, the photography for the diver, go check that out on Hasbro Pulse, if nothing else. Uh, it was it was the shots they took of the diver that really sold me on the diver. <laughs> they, they did a really great job with that. He's got the little scooter. He's got the little... Right, they're just all kinds of cool stuff. The little Scooty Puff Jr. It's great. Scooty Puff Jr. <laughs> you don't have Scooty Puff Jr. Scooty Puff Jr. sucks! <laughs> 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 get that like, reference kids yeah clean clean sweep on the sailor for that one the diver or whatever you want to call him. i think he is officially referred to as the sailor and they just very clearly a diver. Uh, yeah well it's like action sailor recon diver right. Mm -hmm. right as if it was like you know an outfit to put on the sailor you know from back in the day um Figure six pack says use the Marvel Legend arcade head for barbecue. Ooh, uh, nice. That way you can capture all of his uh, red afroed buck tooth glory from Sunbow. <laughs> I like the. the Why not just get Alfred E. Newman? That's a good point, too. Or Howdy Doody. Uh, but I like the guys who use the uh, Norman Osborne head for airtight customs because that weird hair that airtight had seemed to come from the Norman Osborne collection. So. Did Airtight have? Well, yeah, I guess Airtight did have. I was. Oh, he had. He had the receding hairline, but it wasn't. It wasn't the odd cornrow braid that <laughs> seems to run in the Osborne family. So weird. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, he just had the the serious widow's peak. Yeah. He needed. Uh, um, he needed to visit. Um, I can't think of him. Anyways, one of those hair. One of the, the hair club for men. Yeah, thank you. Cy Sperling. That's who I was that's trying it. to pull out. Oh, God. I, it, you know it's getting late if I can't pull out Cy Sperling. And you know, he wasn't just the president. 
He's also a member. He was also a client. Mm-hmm. That's uh. I get the feeling he hung out with the men's warehouse guy and Dave Thomas from Wendy's, and like they fought crime <laughs> on the weekend <laughs> when they weren't making commercials. <laughs> a nice catered lunch from Dave Thomas. Yeah. Next news item. Doo doo. Hey, there we go. Uh, remember, we still have some reveals listed on Entertainment Earth's Drop Zone. Uh, tomorrow, uh, there are action figures. We don't know what it is, really. They haven't said anything. Uh, but maybe something from G.I. Joe. Uh, something about rockets in the description. They try to be cute and spin jokes. So a lot of folks are conjecturing that perhaps that, uh, that red and black themed uh, Cobra version of the MMS. The SMS? Sure. Um, that maybe that's tomorrow because we needed to spend more money on classified this week. Ugh. Yeah, Jesus. Ugh. Give me till January, will you? Right. I mean, it's, it's a problem, right? If they're if they're putting out so much product that die-hard collectors are having to say, "I like it, but I'm going to have to say no." Right. right. Or have to wait. Yeah, there's, there's, um, there's certainly a discussion for another day, in regards to pumping out product too fast. Um, and and maybe on a week where we have a little bit more time, we can expand on that one a little bit. Maybe next I mean, week. I like that Hasbro believes in Joe enough to afford this kind of item count and tooling budget and uh, really kind of aggressive release schedule. But y'all, you know, hopefully they know because it's hard to. Hard to react that quickly, right? But hopefully they're realizing, okay, that's probably a little too much. And let's dial it back a little bit moving forward. So anyways, uh, keep an eye out tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, maybe something else showing up. Next news item. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Hey, uh, if, you're t- if you've got a watchful eye on any of our What's on Joe Mind merchandise over at the Swag Shop on Tee Public? Uh, just remember, the big Tee Public sale ends at three o'clock this morning. So get your order in tonight, uh, and that way you'll get your gifts in time uh, for Christmas. Uh, whether it's a, a mug or a T-shirt or stickers or magnets, I, I know we get a small cut on that, but really, I mean, so many folks would have to buy so many shirts for us to to make any legitimate money on this. So um, I, I don't feel too bad shilling, but if you want to get, you want to save a deep, deep cut on your T public. What's on Joe Mine merchandise? Follow the link down below. Uh, do it tonight. Got uh, about uh, five hours left. Well, maybe yeah, about four hours. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do Next it. Next item. Do 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 it. And, of course, holiday programming notes, if you haven't been paying attention with us, next week we will have the uh, regularly scheduled team stream. Uh, Brian will be with us. Uh, Hopefully we will have another special guest with us uh, December 19th. That is Tuesday uh, for the last team stream of 2023. Uh, Christmas week, we will have uh, Mark and I will uh, be an interview for Special Edition 89. Uh, We did it again for one that will air New Year's week. Special Edition 90, uh, the Honcho and I putting in some extra time for your mm-hmm. holiday entertainment this this month. That's right. 
uh, January 9th, uh, we will come be back regular uh, with the top 10 G.I. Joe news stories of 2023. Uh, that will be the three of us plus super sub Biff McConkey Donk Phil Donnelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then six, the 16th will be the top 10 G.I. Joe toys of 2023. Same lineup, uh, the three of us plus Phil. Uh, reviewing the year that was 2023. Anybody want to place bets on number one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's from Diamond Collectibles. Right. It, the, God, Mark, I hope not. God Mark, help me, Honcho. God Mark, help me. <laughs> Mark number one will probably be like a bust. Unless that bust flips up and reveals the bat poles, you better be Uh, cheapest big spender says uh, they said on the seventh it was the last of the Joes for the rest of the year. I'll believe it when I see it, sir. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, Tony Renteria asks, "Can we move the show back to Friday nights?" No, it is my work schedule that resulted in the move to Tuesday. That hasn't changed. So we 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 moved to Tuesday for functional purposes, not for you know. Ch- you know, we didn't make a choice on that one. It was uh, Tuesday night or not at all. So right. we went Thursday. And Tuesday night gets us that Hood Cobra Commander lead in, right? Right. We got, Plus, good, we got good neighbors. It's a night of Joe programming. Mm-hmm. Right. There's nothing good on TV. We know. It's Tuesday. Um, but has uh, been off the air for 20 years. Yeah, like fr- Friday nights too. At at some, it was it was good during the pandemic when nobody had anything to do on Friday night. Uh, we kind of felt like we were we were providing a service, but you know we're we're back into life again. Uh, there there's just gonna there, there's weeks when maybe we want to do stuff on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, next news item. Do do do. There there. Anyways, there's your schedule. Make notes. Yeah. We're going a little long tonight. I know there was there was a lot to cover, so we we didn't want to we didn't want to shortchange anything. We didn't want to cheap out. Um, and of course, that is the end of the news. Uh, Chunky Tank Kitty brought to you by the GI Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Uh, he's sitting there in his Meowler tank. He's ready for action. He's ready for battle. Uh, be sure to p- tune in to the GI Joe 3D Printing Podcast for all the news on the upcoming availability of Chunky Tank Kitty version 2.0. Uh, coming soon, we hope. Uh, Diana Davis says, I like it when boys get long. That's right, right. lady. Well, she's been saucy tonight. Absolutely. Right? right? We got uh, to make sure uh, make sure Cullen's home. Yeah, I'm saying anybody brand new to the podcast is probably like, wow, she seems nice. She knows her Joe's. She's kind of edgy. Yeah. Have you met Cullen? <laughs> he's awesome by the way <laughs> but uh that's the news and uh you know what while we're at it i won't uh, i won't throw too much in here but uh, stick with us we do have a we, we have a little bit more show to come but uh, stick around for a quick word from our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. 
Get your geek on. All right. So uh, we do have, uh, there. there's some, uh, we're, we're going to take a pass. We did have a couple of letters uh, from you folks uh, for post-sock tonight, that, but we're, we're, we're going to pass on those this evening. Uh, we will catch them next week when we've got Brian here to provide uh, silly non-stock answers from for the What's On Joe Mind team. Uh, but we, were, we do want to do a quick what we got in, uh, and we'll we'll turn to Rack Time Rob on this one because his his is available to him. Uh, we we do want to give at least a, a a brief and inexpensive look at uh, the the Cobra classified heads. Oh, <laughs> this. I don't know if I can fit it on all the way. <laughs> that's good enough. That's as, that's as good as we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, we we don't have the facilities to accommodate a live unboxing, so this is the best we're going to get. Yeah. Uh, it, it, might I say that this this thing the size of the house cat that Michael was uh, torturing. Um, I, I think he's <laughs> bigger than Mr. Soxo. Yeah. Or Doc. Uh, it's Mr. Sacco or Dr. Soxo. Yeah, the 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 classified his tank on all levels is an A plus home run out of the park, clear the bases, fantastic. Anybody who said, "Oh, they're they're going for a small vehicle, how cheap?" No, no, this is not cheap. This is worth this this is worth it. This is a fantastic uh, item. Mine's not here yet, Rob. What's the weight like on it? What do you think? It's solid. It's not super heavy. Okay. Uh, but it's solid. You know, it's it's definitely well made. And I mean, I have mine tricked out with all the things on it. Uh, the treads roll incredibly nicely. The, the figures are, are, are fantastic. I haven't opened Cobra Commander yet. But uh, I will. Or maybe a trade. Ooh. Yeah, no. Oh. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm not you even involved in this transaction. No. Yeah. You stay out of this, Mike. I'm negotiating. Yeah. You're negotiating. All right. You're like the <laughs> Oakland A's trying to get Juan Soto. No. Right. <laughs> well, again, the, the A's did make an offer for Shohei Otani. I believe they were offering uh, $1 million a year for 700 years. Yeah. Right. Uh, it did not work out for them, though. But um, so, Racktime Rob, you're giving it the A, plus, huh? Yes, yeah. I haven't even opened mine yet, and there is still so much cardboard around here that I don't feel like I can. So it, it just we we, we got to go one at a time on these. Yeah, I I gotta gotta make some trips to the uh, recycler dumpster. Yeah. Uh, Yorktown Joe notes that it must be good that is genuine joy on Rob's face, and that never happens. No, no, no. It happens at the end of the school year. <laughs> I've seen that smile before. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Jeffrey asks, "Is it a chunky tank?" <laughs> oh, it's a chunky tank. It's uh, yeah, it's fantastic. There are no, like I said, I have, I have not, not a single complaint about that. Um, so it's a, it's like it's a fantastic piece. It is as advertised. There it was. Matt Rubin said he had to get a new table to display my his tank. It wasn't fitting in the niche I had designated for the Cobra Motor Pool. Yeah. No, it is a. Uh, uh, believe the hype if you if you're still waiting on yours and uh, uh, you know or you haven't opened yours yet you know uh, you, you have something to look forward to right. enjoy right 
Uh, any any quality control issues or no? No, no, not that I detect. No. Good. I haven't I seen mean, anybody the else. Guns, the guns fall out of the rack a little too easy in the back. <sighs> yeah, that's about it. And I mean, and I mean the individual rifles on the individual things. The guns on the on the tank and the turret and stuff like that. Yeah, they are rock solid in. They are fantastic. Uh, Benjamin Kitt says uh, three hiss tanks arrived Saturday. Got to get them out of the dining room before Christmas, or maybe yes, I can convince the wife to cancel <laughs> Christmas. That would just be easier. Yeah, it probably would. Um, yeah, there's, there's, it, it's not as like the the box is not as big as the the Sky Striker box was. But no, no, it's uh no, it's 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 more compact than that. Uh, it's in, it it when you open them up, I mean they're incredibly well packaged. It's uh yeah. I mean, you would need you would need explosives to damage those things. So you, uh, you're going to get it in good shape, extremely well packaged. Packed. I mean, it's just like I said, it, a, a plus all the way on every level of it. Andrew Galgan says, "Here's hoping that a different colored his tank shows up as a Hasbro Pulse exclusive in the future. That would be cool." Uh, no, 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 no. Too sexy. That's a too sexy. It's too, too sexy. sexy. No, no. But at the same time, you busted out a blue one with Rip It, maybe. Yeah, the golfer. <laughs> right. Uh, Jeff Butler, uh, getting personal. Does it make you excited to make space for classified vehicles, Rob? I don't know where this thing's going right now. <laughs> You'll save that for the post-show, the What's on Joe Mind After Hours, mm -hmm. uh, available exclusively through our Patreon, which does not exist. No, but when it does, it'll be $1,000 a month. Right. right. We only need like three people to sign up. We really just want to take care of it. That, yeah. Oh, we'll be talk, benefactor. Yeah. Want to talk to us for an hour a week? <laughs> we'll split the thousands four ways, three ways. Eh. If, uh, you want to give, if you want to give Ringo less, that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> start, start putting together a wrestling style pitch for Tony Khan, Mark. I think we could sell right. it. Yeah, pretty good idea. Here's the deal. Everybody kicks out of everything. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> At which point, you know, you, you could have Derek run by and clothesline you and you can just pop back up. Right. It's going to be so good. Uh, Firefly wants to see the Mike versus Rob floor battle with classified his tanks. You know what? Maybe someday. Maybe someday. I want to see Mike pushing Rob's his tank around with his feet, making it go meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> He's yeah. got his own tank for that. Stay right, away from he, my tank. But if he puts his feet on yours, now we got like the stepbrothers don't touch my drum set thing, which is <laughs> going to be incredible. But uh, Rack Time Rob, what else you get in? Uh, well, let's see. Like I said last week, I got uh, got Ripper and, and Helix and Hawk and Buzzer's on his way. And of course, the finest game of 1981 had to offer. That's right. The <laughs> Dallas <laughs> trading card game. Who did shoot JR? All of them. It was a dream sequence, correct? Yeah. Was... Purchased at Kokomo Toys for the low, low price of $10. Yeah. A steal. I, he, I spent more on brawn here at Kokomo Toys. That's uh, a good thing. I have that yeah. brawn. Yeah, bronze quality. Um, I uh, Rob picked it up and showed it to me off the shelf, and then put it back on the rack 
was like, oh, fuck no, you're buying that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's, I, yeah, no, you're, you st you're stuck with it now. You, you have to, you need to buy that. Um, CT Davis asks, what's the, what's on Joe Biden only fans? Like it's, uh, where you see us gradually put on more layers. Mm -hmm. I yeah. was going to say, I was going to say it's pale. It's very right. pale. It's very pale. <laughs> yeah. It looks like this. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I can do this one better. Right. He's Give me a second while I touch up my appearance. <laughs> Pardon <laughs> me while I go grab a jacket. Again, he's got he's got full auto, right? <laughs> Quark, what are you smuggling in? Man, I tell you, that's rough. Jeff Butler, who follows us on Instagram, is happy that you actually bought the card. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> oh, uh, Mark, you got anything in real quick? I, I didn't think I did. And then during the, uh, I'd say, during the Cocoa Toy Spot, I bugged out and grabbed it from the Christmas shelf behind me. I got this last year, but I couldn't use it till this year. So riddle me this. It's, uh, it is, what is today, the uh, 13th? We can update it. It's a uh, Nakatomi Plaza advent calendar. <laughs> so I saved it for, for the show so we can update it. So we can take old Hans Gruber there. Right, hold on. There we go. There we go. Old Hans Gruber. We'll just drop him on down here. Move to, on down uh, to the twelfth. Yeah, yeah, thirteen now. We're gonna there be. Go. So there you go. Hans is Hans is on his way. <laughs> that is horrible and fantastic at the same yeah. time. Pretty happy about this. So I'll put it back up on the Christmas shelf. You can't really see it or tell what it is uh, from back there, but from right here, ain't no doubt. That's uh, that's Nakatomi Plaza right there. So, I I got the same stuff Rob got in. I just haven't opened any of it yet. So uh, let's go. Let's roll into shout outs. Rack time, Rob. Who are we shouting out? Uh, shout out to the studio audience. Uh, thanks again. Thanks for uh, for tuning in tonight. Uh, so you know, hey, thanks. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. Again, we'll we'll see him next week, so you don't have to. You don't I know, to but still. Here, I, I suppose ha happy holidays to our 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 Jewish friends who are in the middle mm -hmm. of Hanukkah. I yep. I may I may be eaten by rabid children by then, so who knows? Right, that's fair. That's fair. Say hi to your whole mishpuka. Mark Weber. Yeah. Shout out. I mean, I'll, you know, I hate to bring the room down because we've been spending an hour forty five getting away from it, but. To, to any of the Hasbro folks who lost a job today. I know exactly what that feels like, and it sucks out loud. So to all of you, uh, you know, better chapter ahead. I'm really sorry you had to go through this at all. Um, but, uh, you know, best wishes. I don't know if there's anything I can do to help, but if there is, if I can be a reference for the few of you left that I actually worked with, uh, but especially to the guy I know best who we, and usually it trickles out. There might be more. But uh, for guys I worked with, Michael Kelly was absolutely top shelf. One of my favorite people to work with ever. Uh, so I'm sorry to hear about his departure, but I have no doubt it won't take but a heartbeat for him to find something else uh, and something else that'll, that'll respect him a little more. He didn't deserve this. Uh, and that's a, that's a, it's a shame 
that we won't have his guiding hand on the comic continuities anymore because he's a real, real talent and a great guy and an advocate for the brand. And right. guys like that inside those walls are pretty rare. So yeah. to lose one of the few who understood it and understood the value and the power and the possibility of it, it, you know, so I hope there's no sin. There's probably a couple of cynics out there like oh, publishing guy, whatever. Just give me my figures. No, it matters. It does. And that's a loss to the brand and to the community. So uh, look, look when that's the only cross media you have. Yeah. The real important piece of, of, of the package. Yeah. Um, so, so, so to Michael Kelly, better days ahead uh, and uh, the brand and the company is lesser without you. I'm uh, going to give a shout out to, to Claude. Oh, yeah. uh, Claude got a sickingly healthy, clean bill of health. That's so, so good for Claude. Uh, Feedback we're big, cat. Right. We're big on, we're big on the kitty. Um, <laughs> give a shout out to everybody watching us at home. If you're catching us live uh, or if you're catching us on, on replay, uh, whether you're doing it on Facebook, please, by all means, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love a little huggy guy, but but whatever you want. If you want to get mad at us, do it. If you want to give us a little sad because we did so much bad news this week, do that too. We don't care. Just 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 do something to interact with us. If you're catching us here on the YouTubes, first off, thanks. That's the thing you can do the, to help us out the most is just watch. Uh, but since you're here, uh, go ahead, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Leave us a comment down below with your thoughts about any of the cool stuff that Hasbro tried to sell to us this week. Uh, maybe your thoughts on the the, the Super Seven mothership, or or where you think the O ring line is going to go. Uh, let's let's you know. I, I if you're going to talk about the Hasbro layoffs, let's keep it civil um, and not go totally crazy because I'm I'm sure there were good people that had to make make tough decisions in that regard too. So. Um, uh, there's probably some not so great people that had to make tough decisions, but whatever. That's for another. That's for <laughs> was, another day. There was only ever one person I was waiting to see get let go. That was always the highlight of of the unfortunate layoff days. But that person was gone a while ago, so I didn't even have that anymore. Right. Right. Like, well, if it was a big swipe, I bet they got that one. Right. Um. So uh, again, if if that's what you if that's what you're doing for us again, like subscribe. Uh, go back in our, our catalog and check out some of our, our previous episodes. We're silly like this kind of a lot. Uh, it helps you understand some of the inside jokes. Because we can't undo those. It's just we do running gags on this program. We are hella silly. <laughs> Give a shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Uh, we'll sing the theme song real quick. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Um. Yeah, Greg Augustine says there's 80 people watching now and only seven thumbs up. That's crazy. Click the damn thumbs up for crying out loud. Let the boy uh, click the thumbs up. <laughs> Come on now. Help us it out. It ain't going to hurt him. Help us out. Um, Please, let, 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 let me click the thumbs up button. <laughs> give, us, give a shout out to uh, our wonderful lead-in and, and great friend, Brian Lower, Hooded Cobra Commander 788, who will be joining us next week. Uh, on the team stream after he does his own show, which we may or may not be a part of. I don't know. All, of a, sudden, all of a sudden, HCC is Jim Rome, right? He right. banged the monkey and got his third hour. <laughs> <laughs> Rack him. 
And, <laughs> right. uh, but, uh, and and then of course uh, to 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 you folks, however you're catching us, uh, we give you a, th- a head a, a a shout out as well uh, for Rack Time Rob for for Mark Weber. Shout out to you guys for 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 being here. Uh, we appreciate you every week. Uh, it, it's a big chunk out of your day, uh, especially you know Rack Time Rob's got to get up in the morning. So I suppose we ought to end this fairly soon. Um, <laughs> Fire even Firefly saying, "Wow, we are way over." Yes. Right. Yes, sir, we are. And, and, and just, I had somebody ask me, well, why don't you get a guest host to fill? We don't always need four voices. It, mm-hmm. Look, Back in the day, we did four four voices because in the audio days, some of those episodes are three, four, five hours long. It didn't matter. We had shit to talk about, lots of people to talk about it with. And um, it was all audio. You could just do what you're, you know. Right, right. We we could, we, we have to run a slightly tighter ship, even if we didn't do it tonight. Uh, but again, for my guest host, Rack Time Rob, uh, the Hot Show Mark Weber, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Uh, be sure to join us next week for the Happy Holiday Super Santa edition uh, of What's on Joe Mind, the last what live What's on Joe Mind of 2023. Uh, so be here with us next Tuesday night, 9.05 p.m. Eastern. Uh, be there or be rhomboid. As our friend Vagon likes to say, hey, be safe, and if you can't, be careful. <laughs> Have a great rest of the week. Yo, Joe. Beer. <laughs> <laughs>